0: Did you ever think you would make it? I feel I'm supposed so to taste sweet victory. I know this life meant for me. Yeah, why would you bet on Goliath when we got Bet David? Value taming, giving value's contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we gain no value to haters. How running, running homie, look what i become. I'm the, I'm the one.
1: Okay, so today's guest, for those of you that uh, uh, know him, he doesn't need an introduction, you love him, you hate him. Uh, it's so funny, I was asking one of the guys in here, I said, so Andres, uh, what do you think about you know Alex Jones? He says, well, based on the viral clips I've seen, he, he, he looks like he's crazy based on some <laughs> of the stuff that he says. He says, I don't know much about him. That's all I know what the media says about him. This is a guy that doesn't follow politics. The last time you and I were together, I think it was a day or two after you had gotten banned. We sat down in Austin. We had a it was a different kind of a conversation we had in Austin. It was uh, uh, you were eating apples. If you remember you were biting that apple, we were going it was an intense conversation we had. But it was a good one. And it was late in the
2: evening. I'd been up from like since five AM. I I was exhausted, but it was it was a good discussion.
1: Yes, and, and I'm glad we're able to do it now. Obviously that's four or five years later since the last conversation. We got a lot to cover with you. It's so interesting with the timing of it right now. Is uh, you know with what's going on with the Wagner Group or wa- Wagner? Wagner. Wagner 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 Group Wagner with and Russia, promotion. yeah, with so what's going on there, we'll cover number that. one
2: story uh, across the world. Well, I mean, this could lead to nuclear war very easily. That's why I'm glad we're actually in a vault with like five foot thick walls. <laughs> we're <Sure>. safe here. <laughs> we're, yeah. safe. we're
1: safe here. You're in a
2: safe. Well, the rest of the crew will
1: die out there of a nuclear. We one. got that story. We got RFK uh, comments he's made, and I know your fans. Of, you're a fan of some of the stuff he talks, but we'll get into that as well. Bohemian Grove, some of the things with, uh, uh, that maybe you know a lot of people have no stories of it, but we'll head it again from a different angle. Then Navy uh, confirming they knew the sub was going down. I think Coast Guard knew as of last Sunday, mm-hmm. but none of us knew about it. We're thinking, hey, 40 more hours, all this other stuff. We'll talk about that. Karine Jean-Pierre's uh, 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 questioning this last, uh, I think it was even yesterday. It was yesterday. It was amazing. Back and forth, and she just didn't want to answer any of it. I think and, even and Kirby, Kirby got, Im- Kirby got Kirby involved. Got, Kirby walked off. Yeah, he walked off. A prediction you made March 8th of this year that came true. We'll play that clip. And we got a few other things. But this is the first thing I want to talk about from my standpoint. So, Sandy Hook, we're not talking Sandy Hook. What I want to talk to you about is they came out, if you can pull up this article, with a fine of this is Sandy Hook families want Alex Jones to pay up (laughs) $2.75 trillion in damages as he seeks new trial. So, here's a question I got for you either you're the richest man in the world and we don't know that. How do they collect that kind of money? How do they come up with a number like this to collect from you? And
2: then they run articles in the New York Times saying Jones refuses to pay. How am I? That's like, that's the GDP of like Scotland. Uh,
1: (laughs) Jones refuses to pay more than that. Or France, I think. Actually, India's GDP is exactly $3 trillion. So they want you to pay India's GDP,
2: which is a billion 500 million people. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not, I mean, and they say, why is he laugh? Well, Well, here's the thing. I was found, this is very interesting because this is a new thing you wonder why Fox settled dominion for 700 and something million uh, right as the trial started o- 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 over questioning the election, uh, which we're not doing. I all elections are free and fair. Biden's the greatest president ever. Uh, and I'm serious. I love him, man. And, and the shots are wonderful. Take them all, take hundreds of them. Yeah. But, but seriously, GMO's is wonderful. I would say it's wonderful. Uh, 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 Hunter Biden's great. Yeah. Anyway, I love his laptop. Very entertaining. I, I, no, but seriously, yeah. I say? Uh, no problem. To I had. I, I, what they do is they in certain jurisdictions, like Austin and areas of Connecticut and D.C., they go in, and and, and this was in the case uh, with uh, or or Delaware with uh, with the uh, Fox, and they the the judge defaults you, the judge defaults you and says to the jury you're guilty. Well, the judge didn't call the default in Dominion with 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 Fox. The judge said, I'm saying you're guilty and you did lie about the election and I'm gonna tell the jury that and we're gonna start it from that point. So she did like a soft default with them. That's when they went, whoa, we settled. Well, with me, they did a hard default, said I gave them no information. No, I I gave them four years of stuff, gave them everything they wanted, and then they had no case because I never made up any of the stuff that they said that I said, and I couldn't put a defense on. The juries only heard, I'm guilty, now decide how much. Then they put financial experts on that never examined our books, didn't want to look at our books, and said I was worth $400 million. At the time of that first trial, I had about two million dollars in the bank, and then some real estate. That's it. Yeah, it's all lies. It's all lies. sure. I've had gross sales of of, of sixty million dollars before, but when you're selling, you know, water filters, and you're only making thirty percent on them because you give them a good price. Yeah, I mean, I've sold ten million dollars of water filters a year, and then I and, and we end up after everything, you know, getting a couple million, and then I probably get a couple hundred thousand out of that. So you know how a business is. You don't get the gross amount, and so. Uh, they they look back over the fact that we made I, I mean probably like six hundred seven hundred million dollars in the last uh, uh, t- ten twelve years and they just said look he kept okay. four hundred million and then the juries went well fine then maybe give him a billion and then they went back to the judge and said one point five billion in Connecticut's not enough they said and they, that's why it's in Bloomberg this is not a joke folks they said well, no he we want two point seven five trillion how, how did they come up with that number though. Uh, they gave an FBI agent who I'd never heard his name, never talked about him. They had none of me on air, none of my crew, no articles. Didn't, I, he's listed in the lawsuit from Connecticut. First time I ever read his name, and he got 90 plus million from me. I've never, and, and the law says in Connecticut and Texas, you can't sue somebody if they didn't say your name. The judge just waved it and said, we don't care. Look it up. Ninety. He got $95 million. I'd never seen him, did not know his name, until I get the lawsuit and I Google his name. And, and he on the stand. He got a one phone call at his office to make sure he was really an FBI agent. And he said, and that, that was because of me. I didn't even know who the guy was that called. Then the guy that called his office showed up to the court, and I found his videos on YouTube, just a polite guy calling up saying, hey, people say this didn't happen. I'm just calling to check you're really FBI agent. And the jury said, 90-something million dollars, you got one phone call. Jeez, I want to get one of these phone calls
3: if I get $90 million for it. Yeah. Alex, th- these numbers seem outrageous, whether it's a uh, half a billion dollars, a billion dollars, a trillion dollars. And by the way, the media will say I'm denying it. I,
2: I, four years ago on your show, I said I thought it happened. I said it uh, seven years ago, I thought it happened. But here's my the question. The media just went though. and took
3: a few things out of context and blew it up. Here's my question, Alex. Whatever the outrageous number is, you're saying you're never even worth anything. close to that. <clears throat> All right. You filed for bankruptcy after that, right? Yes. So walk me through the process. Well, the judges
2: of- wouldn't let me tell the jury. The judge of Connecticut said six months in jail, uh, contempt. She gave me a list of 20-plus things. Cannot say I'm innocent. This is on TV. Mm-hmm. And they would cut away at those points. Cannot say I'm innocent. Cannot say I'm in bankruptcy. And cannot present sworn federal documents and my bank accounts. Would you go to jail if you lie in bankruptcy?
3: Yeah, so walk us through what happens when you're when you're bankrupt for a billion or trillion dollars. What
2: what happens then? I mean, it's like if somebody says I'm going to shoot you once, I'm like please don't. I'm going to shoot you five times, and I'm like please don't. We're going to shoot you 500 times. You're just like that's ridiculous. I'm mean, okay, 10 times or 500 times. It becomes preposterous and just it just shows the excesses of the hysteria that's that, that that's
3: going on. Does it preclude you from making more money now? How does that work? I generally don't understand. When you're when you file for bankruptcy and you're quote unquote owed a trillion dollars, whatever the outrageous number is. Do they seize your assets? Do they do they seize your bank accounts? How do you even pay this? Um, I mean, here's the thing. I've never lived super opulently. I mean, I got a nice
2: car, house with a swimming pool. And you know I can get a good steak for fifty bucks. I mean I've never so, so I I mean I used to take the money we had and put it into advertising and promotion and and and, and buy ads everywhere to promote my show because I wanted to get the word out. And so it was really just an engine of getting the word out. And I was trying to make a bunch of money to build the media infrastructure. That was my real goal. And then and then you know extra, but
3: just like any business, that's the goal of the business is to, to grow the business. revenue. We, and we and get grow. that.
2: Yeah, and, and then the mission. But I wasn't doing it as a business. It was a business to make money to get the word out, and I, and it's fine to make money. But my real motive was always to you know expose the globalist, not have world war three, have sovereignty, have a good country for my children, a good world to grow up in. And I was exposing interesting, crazy things that I knew about, mm-hmm.
3: and 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 having fun while I was doing it. No, but that doesn't really answer the question because I understand your motivation to make the money. How do you repay? The money, the quote-unquote billion dollars. Oh yeah, well that's how does that work? Sure, actually? I mean that's
2: a prima facie answer. Obviously, I don't. Okay, I mean All I right. just said I. I mean the court has said I can be paid if I want to stay at free speech systems and let it keep going, uh, a, a million and a half dollars a year right now. Well, my legal bills are over a million and a half dollars a year. That's crazy. So I basically work for free now. Uh, I have my house; it's homesteaded. Uh, and uh, that's basically. And so I've run out of money, and, and, and that's a big question. And, and they've now admitted the lawyers in both cases in Texas and Connecticut said on the courthouse steps, "Our goal is not to get this money. Our goal is mm-hmm. to silence him."
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you if you uh, do you know Joe Lewis's story, what happened to him at the tail end of his career? The boxer, the, the, the boxer. So Joe Lewis, the IRS came after this. If you just type in Joe Joe Lewis, type <laughs> in Joe, Joe Lewis, IRS poverty if you just type that in. It's an incredible story. Yeah, it's an incredible story. This is a guy that's a legend. Go to the second one, Claremont Review of Books. It's a New York Times story I'm looking at here. Um, This guy had, uh, uh, the IRS came after him so much that eventually he's like, dude, I can't pay this back. And then the way Joe Lewis's career ended is he was in Vegas. He got hired by his friends. They gave him a place to live. They gave him food. And all he did is greet people when they came in. This was a form of shutting somebody down and hey just go sit there you know the whole thing about shut up and uh, shut up and dribble shut up a, and dribble it's because he was a republican <clears throat> Joe Lewis well, that's yeah. kind of where i was going oh, with oh sorry you. yeah go ahead well,
2: well i mean for people cuz cuz i've i've read the stories and i want to read the book yeah. but but i knew about the there's even like documentaries even on history channel that i saw like 20 years ago so this is not debated he he basically donated all his proceeds you know when he like you know, beat the famous you know nazi and all this stuff to the u.s government and to the military and, and the, you get all the finer details there because i haven't read the story in years and then the irs came back and said well actually you owe taxes on that gift uh to 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 the troops and 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 to all of this and, and to the military and then hounded him and said if you just stop being a republican we will drop all of this and that shows how dirty the democrats have been all
1: along there it's a go- if you can stay on that rob right there so During the war, Lewis fought 96 exhibition matches before more than 2 million troops. He also donated more than $100,000 to the Army and Navy relief efforts. He reached the ranks of sergeant in 1945, the Legion of Merit, for his contributions. Anyways, they came back to this guy. The story is a technical story. To back taxes. Yeah, to to back taxes, to just silence him and say, just don't do anything. So my question is, okay, with him, back then, they had their reasons. Why do you constantly find yourself getting in trouble? What, what is it about Alex Jones? Some will say, well, they're afraid of what Alex has to say because Alex is exposing them. Did you see what Alex did? Alex talked about 9-11 in, in July, and it happened four months later. How did he know, you know that this was going to happen two months later? How did he know when he talked about it in the video? You know, how did he know about this, and how did he know about that? You know, uh, Some of the stories with the Skull and Bone Society you've talked about, the big farm on the government, the cashless society, the you know, government surveillance Epstein high profile. You've talked about all that stuff. And then some of the stuff with vaccine got you in trouble with, you know, uh, Sandy hook with the pizza with all these other things. But why, why do you think they are trying to do this to you? 2.75 trillion? When, when even a regular person hears it, they're like, this is ludicrous, ridiculous type of numbers. What do they fear the most with you? Well, I've made mistakes and I've gotten some things
2: wrong and I never did it on purpose. And then what they do is it's like having a magnifying glass or a, microscope at a grain of sand it looks like a mountain when you look at it so they blow up these things on my timeline and and what they did is that we now know what happened um they, they they tried to censor us and block us and stuff over the years because we broke a lot of big stories did a lot of great research had a lot of great guests on and broke a lot of original important news and our accuracy was w- way above 95 percent and then trump comes along and when we went to the rnc in cleveland and about a third of the people that showed up in the streets about i'd say about 50 60,000 in the streets. That's outside the convention. We're all wearing InfoWars shirts and Alex Jones shirts because we'd had a lot of shirts going out. We'd, we'd, yeah. we'd sold like 300, 400, 500,000 of just one shirt uh, about Hillary for prison, but we sold it at cost for $5. And so there was, I'd say, 10,000 Hillary for prison shirts there. <laughs> and there were thousands inside. And and so you've got all these reporters there. There's no counter demonstrators. Can you pull up those shirts, Rob, so we can see what it looks like? Oh, keep going. And, and so all there was was, and of course the news reported on this. They're like, there's a sea of "Infowars" shirts and a sea of "Hillary for Prison" shirts, and and then when 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 Trump won. Um, they'd already started the Russia investigation saying everybody was a Russian agent. So now we know it's been declassified that they said I was a Russian agent, Trump was a Russian agent. It was all fake. And then they they were able to declare national security. This came out in Congress three months ago and put the CIA on us. So the CIA through law firms and through PR firms, they've now bragged after the cases about this. Uh, they, they they had a big Time magazine article about it, and they had a uh, and then and then the PR firm is one of the largest in the country. Just got bought, got bought by the biggest. They do the PR for the UN. After the judgments, they went, okay, we did it. We're the geniuses. We're the best. We went and found something that made him look bad, blew it up, had the media all report it, and then make it hurtful to people. But it was them blowing it up, then demonize me, say that I was Trump's right hand man to demonize Trump and then basically set the precedent that if they could take me down, they could then take everybody else down, that if folks allowed me to be taken down, they also mentioned Julian Assange in the documents, if they could shut me, him down, and have the left agree with it, and have the right agree with me being shut down, it would set the precedent to knock down all the dominoes. So I was chosen just as the archetype of, see, it's good, we're going to censor him. And then as soon as they were done with me, they moved on to everybody else. And and so I was just chosen as the test pilot for this. Alex, Mm -hmm.
1: upbringing, let's go back to 10 years old, 12 years old, everybody has an influence, right? For me... My mother's family, they were all communists. My dad's family, they were imperialists. For you to be this much of a true believer, what was the conversations like at the kitchen table with mom and dad? What did you guys talk about? Uh,
2: well, there was full mobilization in the Cold War across the country, but particularly places like Texas uh, and uh, in the South. And so, I mean, I would go to family reunions, and it was like a Soldier of Fortune convention. Uh, and so um, a, a lot of the family had been... You know, obviously in World War II Korea, Vietnam, and a lot of them had been, um, you know, operatives in the CIA and things like that. But to me, you're a kid, and when the family reunion's going on, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, getting on a four-wheeler and, you know, taking a shotgun off and shooting birds. I'm not, you know, hanging out with all these old men. And then a lot of family on on, on my dad's side that had done stuff for the government uh, in operations, not just around the world, but here. And because back then it was all human intelligence by the 90s, it went to digital stuff. But before that, you had to have a lot of muscle on the ground, a lot of people. For people that don't know the Army, you know, all over the world, but also in the U.S., would go around and, you know, kill people. It was like extrajudicial. Senators would sign off on letters, and they'd and then they'd send, well, usually, Army officers off to kill people. So, like, when you see the movie, um, uh, well, what's that movie with uh, all the great actors? Uh, Apocalypse Now, where, he, you know, they have the Army captain, and then they're sending him to kill Colonel Kurtz. That's a fictional story, but that's actually how it works. So the biggest hitman group... In, in the United States or the world would be, like, army officers. Like, that, think like oh, the Italian mafia's got 100 hitmen. Well, they've got 10,000 hitmen. Mm-hmm. So, and and then my, uh, I had, well, my dad had a guy he called, you know, like his uncle, but he's really just a cousin, 10 years older, that lived across the street. And he only told my dad about this later and stuff, but that was one of his jobs. And then my mom's uh, brother uh, had been an army officer, and uh, he was involved in Iran-Contra a, a bunch of black ops. But he was involved in, like, being in charge of things, building airfields in Central and South America uh and so he was the one that really told me about all this stuff and then and then my dad had got recruited into the academic arm of this stuff uh and, and was he was like above the CIA in like plan 2 at University of Texas when he was like 14 15 he was already going to the University of Texas cuz he was he cuz he was winning all these awards and had top you know perfect score and uh his mom thought he was going to, when he was like 14, to get to take tests to be in NASA in, this, in the and in, and in and Eisenhower's WizKid program, but it wasn't Eisenhower. It wasn't a WizKid program to be in NASA. And so my dad got into that for a while. He never told me what he did, and then he decided like to get out of it and just be a doctor at a certain point. Uh, but he, the house was just full of all those big Brzezinski books and Henry Kissinger stuff and just world politics and you know just military manuals and just stuff everywhere. And my dad was just always voraciously reading. And so I just grew up basically around all this stuff. Mm. And it was particularly my mom's um, brother who died about nine years ago, a really smart guy uh, who um, got out of it. And, uh, and, and then when he was uh, dying of uh, pneumonia, last time I saw him, I thought he was going to live. And he was dead a week later. Um, he just said, well, I want you to know the stuff about them trafficking kids is true. And that's why I got out of what I was doing in Central America. Uh, because uh, you know, they were they were smuggling kids out of orphanages and uh, doing terrible things with them. And we
1: just knew about this is it. Your, this is your mom's brother. uncle. My mom's brother. brother. Yeah. And, of
2: course, remember, this is nine years ago before all the migrant crisis yeah. and the kids and the current smuggling. He was seeing it down there. And he said he and a bunch of his guys uh, got out of it. Uh, some of the guys he was with, the government killed.
1: And what was his background, uh, your uncle? Uh,
2: he was a helicopter pilot in Vietnam. Okay. And, uh, and mainly delivered special forces troops into Laos and places. and he worked for him. You know he, uh, my mom doesn't like me telling this stuff because he told her about it, didn't tell me, and she says, you know it's embarrassing the family, but you know he uh, I mean, he was doing whatever he's told in Vietnam and it was, it was it was smuggling.
1: Your uh, opium. Your, your <laughs> mom and dad, when, when they saw you when you first got in, you've been in the space of uh, in four wars in which you've been doing for how long? 30 years, 28 years, 25 years 29 years 29 years. okay. so when you first got in, I was 20 years old. You were 20 years old. Okay. So what was their initial reaction to, was it like, Alex, what are you doing? And it was a, we, we believe in you. We agree with you. You're talking too much. But relax. This is, you going overboard. What was their reaction to this when you first got started?
2: Uh, my dad, for the first five, six, seven years, was just sometimes, say you need to be careful what you're doing, and you're, you're going to get killed doing this. And he said, one time he said, I can have you talk to some people and get you out of this right now. Uh, but he's, And I said, the government's bad. He said, they are bad. They gotta do bad things to protect this country. They're in charge because they're smart and, and they're smarter than us. What a thing to say. And, and and yeah, yeah. They
1: gotta do bad things to protect the country.
2: Yeah. And so, and, and well, you
1: know, because there's bad guys and so we have totally to, get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally yeah. get it. Yeah.
2: And yeah. we have to fill the place of the sure. bad guys so they don't control that space.
1: Okay, you understand? We gotta fill the space of the bad guys so they don't control that space. Yes. Yeah, so
2: that's all Zbigniew Brzezinski, Harvard, you know, uh
1: Straussian.
2: Uh, injustifies the mean stuff. This is the really the philosophy there But they, they, but they're really the bad guys. And then about six years into it, my dad came and apologized. He said, "No, you're right." And and the, and the, and the, and because the, the, the system wasn't that bad, you know, as, on the surface, twenty five years ago. Yeah. But he, but then that, he was no, you're right. And and like his uh, his cousin, you know, would do stuff like I'd be over there for coffee like once or twice a year, and he'd go, "Yeah, I've been reading some of the stuff you're doing. You better be careful. They're going to kill your ass." And I didn't even know at that time that's what he did. I mean, I'm sitting there with an army officer that you know.
1: So, so let me, let me. I'm trying to get the dates right here because, so 29 years ago, uh, makes it uh, 1996. Is it is it fair to say you started 1996? No, no, I started in. Uh- Ninety-four. Ninety-four. Okay, so- And and Wikipedia is all wrong. Twenty-nine years ago. Wikipedia is all
2: wrong. It says Infoware started in 2019. That's just the way the internet registers it once I transferred it. It started in 1997.
1: I got the website. Perfect. So, 1994, you get started. Six years later, your dad is saying you're right. Is this pre-you saying what's going to happen to the towers or what's going to happen? There's an attack that's going to happen in July. Was it pre-that event or did your dad say, I agree with what you're doing post that event? No,
2: he said he agreed with me right before that.
1: So pre-9/11 he agreed with you. Yes. And then what did he say to you after 9/11 when you're like Dad, This is what's going to happen. I'm assuming you're talking to your mom and dad and like hey, hey, Alex, you sure about this? You just made a that's a pretty outlandish claim you're making and then boom, 9/11 happens. What's that immediate conversation like with the and the reason why I want to focus on parents is because my influence is my mom and dad. So it's kind of like there's as you're as you're making these types of claims unless you say you're on a crusade, I think you in your mind, you think you're on a crusade, right? You Definitely a crusade. You can't trust a lot of people. There's only a few people you can trust. They can let your guards down and just talk to them. I would assume your mom and dad are in that. Uh, uh, in that- oh, yeah. They were always good
2: people. They weren't villains. Uh, and, and, my, and But my mom you know, you know, has a, you know, a degree in history. They were just always into this stuff, and they believed in America. And it's like a naiveness that, well, we do some bad things because – you know, we've got to you know, uh, you know
1: beat the bad guys. They, they, so they were more from the standpoint of Alex. You got a million other things you can do. You're smart. Why are you doing this? This is not the life you want to live. Is it kind of like that message or no? Uh,
2: it was. It was. We don't want you to get killed.
1: Okay, I mean, they they, they
2: knew. They. I mean, they knew. They're like, look, you're young, and 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 yeah, the system's bad. We you know, people try to work in it to fix it, and you need to be really. I mean, it was mainly you just need to you, be careful. I
1: mean, what was what was the first claim you made? Where the first, first one, where people are like, oh, shit, this guy's up to something. What That was kind of weird. What's he talking about? What's the first thing you said that became a reality that at first everybody fought you on it? Because we have this one. If you can play this one here, this is July 25th of 2001. Okay. Or, and
2: whose family builds all the go back. military.
1: Go back. go back. There you go
2: a threat like a bin Laden who was a known CIA asset in the 80s running the Mujahideen war and whose family builds all the military bases over in Saudi Arabia right now and sits on the board of Iridium Satellite. He's the boogeyman they need in this Orwellian phony system. A big part of this solution, after you research all the government terrorism and check out what I'm saying is true, call the White House and tell them, we know the government's planning terrorism, we know Oklahoma City and World Trade Center was terrorism, we know the Joint Chiefs of Staff wanted to blow up airliners. Baltimore Sun. If you do it, we're going to blame you because we know who's up to it. Or if you let some terrorist group do it, like the World Trade Center, we know who to blame. And if there was an outside threat, like a Bin Laden who was a known CIA asset in the '80s, so you,
1: you you say this pre it going national. And by what?
2: the way, I did a two and a half hour show that that. People only have that clip. It's in one of my documentaries. I need to find it and re-upload it to the web because when they took me on my YouTube, it, it all got erased. That's a copy of a copy of a copy. I did two and a half hours specifically saying they're going to blow up the World Trade Center. Call the White House. Tell them don't blow up the World Trade Center. So I'll, I'll, I'll find that full clip this
1: week because it needs to go up, and I'll put it back up. Yeah, and by the way, we have your permission to use your clips. Any, anything podcast. you want. Yeah. It's okay. All free yeah. to air. So, so, okay. so when you did that, what, what is the reaction from that to nine ten? Like pre, we're like, what are you talking about that this is going to be happening? You, you must be losing your mind. Like, what, what was the reaction people gave when you first said that?
2: Well, it's funny. I mean, I already had a local radio show in, in um, two, 2001, and I was, I'd been fired off local radio, so I was doing it out of my house, but it was actually on a satellite and on probably 100 stations by then. But, but um, I, th- this is pre-YouTube, so if I wanted to be on TV, I'd, I'd use the studio as a local access station. So that's a two-and-a-half-hour live show I did uh, one night, uh, you know, a few months before 9-11, and what was the question?
1: No, what I'm trying to say is between this, when you make that claim. Oh, I, I and remember the question. pre nine eleven during sure. that two-month period, what's the reaction from people to you? And then right after 9-11 happens, what do people say about sure. you? Sure, what happens is
2: I, I was kind of going back in my memory yeah. and then trying to find exactly, and that's why I was just kind of tracing back to the point because then once I remember one thing, I remember the rest. Um, this is a crazy story. Okay, so I would do live shows once a week there, but we'd turn a tape in that they'd air like 10 more times on average. So I shot this live, turned the tape in at Access TV, and on the night of 9-11, the two-and-a-half-hour show aired. Wow. And I got death threats and everything else because they thought I was saying that day that the right. government had done it when I was saying July 25th. But but, but later, you know, the date came out, People figured it out. So people were completely freaked out. Uh, they didn't know what was going on. Um a little bit after this happened, they sent some FBI agents, you know, in like as plain clothes to the access station one night when I was there, trying to talk to me and stuff, and ask asking me questions. And hey, what do you know about terrorists? We, what, 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 do you know anything about like you know uh, uh, teams or you know teams of people? And I'm, I'm thinking, oh, you're an FBI agent. Well, I don't know what you mean teams. They were trying to imply like I had terror teams or something. I guess this struck a nerve, so they sent in a couple of FBI agents. Uh, but, and I was on my radio show. We ought to find the archives of that saying they're going to do it because I could see the pre-programming where they're saying, terrorists are about to hit, and when the terrorists hit, you've got to give up all your rights. And uh, we're going to have to have troops in the streets and blah, blah, blah. And I saw a couple of globalists, uh, Gary Hart and one other guy, on uh, CNN. And this is right before I went on air and did this. And they and they were basically saying, life's about to change the world's about to be completely different. We're going to have to take your rights away. Terrorists are about to hit. And I saw articles in the local paper saying that. I saw the pre-programming, like a rollout was happening. And I knew that Islamists had hit the towers in 1992. It was a real attack, but the FBI had cooked the bomb, allowed them to do it, protected them, blocked Ahmad Salam, the Egyptian. Is this uh,
1: proven? This- it all came out, yeah. And, and, and I've re- interviewed Rob, Ahmad can Salam. Can you pull that up? Go ahead, keep going. Uh,
2: Type in Ahmad Salam uh, uh, recordings, World Trade Center bombing, and, and 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 so he gave a press conference where he recorded the FBI telling him, "No, we're gonna let the bombing go ahead," because he thought they were trying to set him up, and then they, and it did go forward. So, so I already knew about this, I had a lot of data and a lot of information feeding into. I thought they would go back and try to bring down the World Trade Center a second time because in criminology, that's what happens. And they did have people on airplanes, and they were Islamicists, but it turns out they were CIA uh, with double passports and and were being protected. And they thought they were taking part in a hijacking drill that day. And then what really happened is they nerve-gassed the people on the planes from the best info we have, then remote-controlled them into the towers. And then another one was supposed to hit the Pentagon, uh, but uh, uh, people— uh, despite the fact, and they have the, the, the stewardess recordings where they're saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, there's gas. That's what's really happening again. But before they could do that, uh, a F 16 uh, put, and that's in the FAA recordings, put two AIM 9s into it and shot it down uh, over Pennsylvania.
4: Yeah, I was in the United States Air Force while all that was happening, and I was on, the, on, the, on a shooting team. And two days before the competition, one of my sergeants, and I'm not going to say his name, was like, hey, well, because I was the best shooter, Alex, he's like, the competition's canceled. And I was like, what are you, hot, why? 9-11 happens, and then we were warned. Rumsfeld went, on, went in front of the White House, and he was like, uh, something's happening. We're terrorism. He kind of warned us. Condoleezza Rice warned the mayor of, was it Chicago? Don't fly to New York this day. And then you nailed it, Alex, when you were talking about Osama bin Laden. Every flight in the entire United States was grounded. There was a couple F-16s circling. The only commercial flights that were left from here, flew to Ransheim, Germany, and it was Osama bin Laden's entire family.
2: They flew them all out. That that was on local Miami news. They flew them out of here. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, or just north of here. So, and there's video of it. And and but it gets worse. What I'm saying, there's thousands of pieces of data. They didn't find one. They found two hijackers' passports unburned in that whole explosion. <laughs> so you got ten feet of dust everywhere, yeah. billions of papers, but those get found the next day. Believe that. So so and it goes on for days but I interviewed the former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff right before he died about this and a bunch of other people. And they, they told me before it came out a few years later that all the top generals were supposed to go to New York th- that day for a big meeting. They got told not to go. And remember, um, uh, the, the Pentagon asked InfraGuard leaders a month before, about two weeks before you pull these up in articles. That's all that, Corporate executives, you know, get, get get approached be part of Homeland Security before they announced that name and Infrastructure Protection, and the whole shadow government program. They flew him to Offutt Air Force Base. Um, was that the one? It's just from memory, it's just ancient history. They flew him all to an Air Force Base and had him in a hangar when the attack was happening, and closed the doors and gave him some secret briefing. Mm-hmm. Look up uh, uh, business leaders, billionaires uh, flown to Air Force Base in nine eleven. It's it's all up there and this is such ancient history, I haven't gone
3: over this in years, I should write a book on 9-11 and go back over it all. I mean, it is just insane. If you can break down all the conspiracy theories regarding 9-11, true, false, this, that, the other, and if you can break it down to the lowest common denominator of who was involved, the motivation, what actually happened, what transpired more than meets the eye, how would you break that down in as few words as possible? Well, what we have is perception management going on.
2: And so this submarine thing, the Titan and the Titanic, all of this is a is is a great window into this. I don't know what really happened there. We know we're being lied to. We know the. Uh Navy and the Coast Guard have incredible sonar. That area in the Atlantic's heavily covered because of nuclear submarine stuff. And they know the signature of an imploding vessel. It's been studied heavily. Um, and they also know the sound of it hitting the bottom. I mean, they can hear somebody thumping on the side of a submarine <laughs> of 3,000 miles away. And they've got signatures. This is, this, 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 there's, there's been hundreds of billions of dollars put into to, to, to these acoustic sonar systems and other things. And they've got even more advanced stuff like that that, that, that deals with these giant antennas they've got strung out that are sending waves to the earth. That it's beyond sonar that pick all this stuff up. It's just, it's insane. And so they knew exactly when it imploded. They knew they were dead. They they, they knew about the wreckage. And they—and the commander said, we reported it. It's not our job. To talk to the media. And they decided not to tell you. Yeah. And so they just decided to leave it out there as a distraction with all the Hunter Biden stuff coming out. Just like they indicted Trump, Jack Smith did the day the last big tranche of hunter biden stuff came out so don't let a good crisis go to waste were they in the submarine Did they really die? i mean we get lied to so much who knows am i going to get sued for seven point or 2.75 trillion i mean all i know is i'm saying i've been lied to so much i don't know but i know this my phone blew up my text messages i've never been asked in a short period of time so many times since since monday what do you think really happened uh, with the submarine and that shows people don't buy it and almost everybody says i don't think anybody was on it or i think they knew they were already dead and i was hearing this on monday and oh they're already dead they know they're dead they're just going to have this like the boy in the well and so everybody focuses on it and i'm like i don't know so i didn't comment until friday because what i've learned is they spin when i just question in war game something and then say look he says nobody died and they'll they'll go to the widow one of the submarine guys and go look he's up there making money saying nobody died and then they'll and they'll, I mean, literally, that's that's the model. But what's happening is the public doesn't believe any of it. Almost no one I talked to, in like fact, no one believes it. So you ask your question is, you know, what's the biggest thing we expose or how does this mind control work? I think we're coming out of it. We have a discredited corporate media, we have a discredited uh, government that's been hijacked. The public's really ending their naivete and figuring out they've been lied to and beginning the journey of discovering what's happening. And I think popular podcasts and shows like yours uh, that are really, I think middle of the road, but are actually just looking at the facts are going to lead the way out of this as the new media is now the mainstream media I mean, you know, your show's bigger than most of the shows on cable. Joe Rogan's show, I think something like 50 times bigger than a CNN show, huh. uh, you know, f- 15 times bigger than a Fox show. And but, but why do we still call it the mainstream media? Why do we still sit – all they are is disruptors that sit there and use psychological warfare to manipulate us. And so it's very healthy that – People don't believe anything they're told. That's your right, especially when you've been lied to so much. If I had a neighbor that lied to me once, I'd think they were weird. If they lied to me twice. I'm not going to talk to them anymore. Well, these people have been lying to us, caught, and then laugh about it, how funny it is. I mean, take James O'Keefe last year. This is about a year and a half ago. This is a full year before they totally shut it down. Well, we're going to end the whole COVID thing and stop hyping that for now, and we're going to be all global warming and lockdowns and energy shortages and collapsing stuff, and you know, you know, just the end of civilization, end of the world. And then, like a light switch, they you know, a few months later, all the media on the same day gets the new script and shift to that. Well, that's the dinosaur media, and the only power they have is getting us to kind of debate what they're saying and doing when at a certain point you realize it's just all crap. And that's happened. The average CNN show has like 80,000 viewers. Uh, The, the the Fox has lost half their viewers. At least they're down from an average of 2 million viewers, like less than a million. They're all committing suicide. You see Anheuser-Busch committing suicide. Uh, but then, uh, Modelo's smart. We want to celebrate sports heroes and icons and war veterans and families and heritage and and then and then like it's not just the Hispanics going out and buying the beer. It's the white people. They go, yeah, we want to celebrate heritage too. I mean, we just we, we, we want to crack a beer and think about you know our country and our mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and children. How we're good people and how we want to be successful. We want to hear about a boxer or a swimmer or a firefighter that saved kids. We don't want to see some clown hop around in a dress. And we're sick of the demoralization. So
1: their attempt to demoralize us is not demoralizing us now. It's causing the great awakening so so you know <clears throat> uh, when you're saying that here's how i process it so take somebody that's watching this and saying i cannot believe these guys are hosting alex jones this guy's the platform from everywhere twitter even elon musk doesn't have alex jones which we'll, i'm going to ask you about that as well on why in a minute but so 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 th- th- there there are the people that 100% agree with you they're loving what you're saying like oh this is awesome great keep going it and then there's the people in the middle, like, yeah, kind of, uh, let me, you know, kind of makes sense. And then people on the one side that you're not going to win anyways. I just want to talk to the people in the middle. Forget about either side. I want to talk to the people in the middle. So if you're like me, as a Middle Eastern, Alex, I'm naturally super skeptical. I'm a paranoid guy. I don't trust a lot of people. Okay. I'm kind of like, well, what's the guy's motive, et cetera, et cetera. But here's the part, Rob. We've shown this before. Here's public's trust in the U.S. government from 58 to today. It's the lowest it's been. Look at the numbers right there. I mean, I think the lowest it hit was under Obama, if you look at it there. And then now, from there, kept going, kept going, kept going. It hasn't increased. Now, go to the public trust in mainstream media, which is even worse. We were all the way up at, you know, 75% in 1976, give or take. And it has gradually declined all the way down to 34%. So it's not And five. by the way, I've looked at these big national polls. They're still sampling more mainline
2: people. So from the numbers I've seen and what they internally have they can do with these algorithms, it's way worse.
3: Congress is more like 5% huh. uh, and the media Trust is, in Congress? Yes, can and, and, and you pulled that up Rob? And the media is 9. And by the way, these numbers are from Gallup. These it's not exactly <laughs> some random well, website. Yeah.
2: i saying is Gallup is, Gallup,
3: is a- Gallup though is, is
2: is 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 is
1: from what we've seen is is it's worse than what's what they're saying. But here here's a part though. Even with Gallup For Gallup to show 34, 70% of Americans have confidence or institutions failing us. Okay, so so what's the key word there that we're not trusting? Institutions. Establishment. Okay? Like, people are wondering, and nowadays, even college education, is it even worth for me to go to college? What am I going to go to college for? And that's why they want to watch a new show,
2: check what it's saying, and then they basically night that as the new show like yours or Joe Rogan because because they trust you does that make sense yeah so so they've committed suicide and they think destroying us will make them be risen from the dead they could take us all out new people
1: will pop right back up I think I think what people want is to listen to other skeptical people I think Joe's skeptical I don't look at Joe and I'm like you know, Joe is, a, uh, you know, a, a guy that's fully trying to uh, push a, an agenda. I think Joe Sinner guys, I don't know what's going on here. I'm going through the problem. Like, the way he opened he's up. He's skeptical and he is curious. I love the way. He's very curious. I love the way he opened up the RFK interview. Where he said, I'm not going to lie to you, for the last five years, you know, when I would watch him, this guy's a kook, this guy's this. I'm like, oh, okay, probably not. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute. Some of the stuff <laughs> he's saying is true. And then I read the book and I'm like, holy shit. I got. And then we ran into each other at, the, it's funny, the same restaurant we were at, it was myself, him, and RFK, Casa D'Angelo, In we have to give a shout-out to Casa uh, D'Angelo, always, Aspen. Always, we were just a day part. We you there ran into Joe Rogan and all those yeah, guys at the same yeah, time. Yeah. So, so that's how they connected. Like, hey, I want to get you on the podcast. And then obviously when he did the podcast, he pissed off everybody, Dr. Hortez, all these things. Anyways, what I do want to do is this before we go into the next one. Rob, can you pull up the next thing here with the, the, the Tucker Carlson video he had? Uh, I want to say it's in March or something like that when you said this. Uh, again, this was a couple months before it happened. Uh, Rob, you had it uh, uh, just a minute ago. You had it. So, and it's can- like how Hotes won't debate.
2: Look at Kirby right and all yeah. of them running off the stage. They're running. They're they're running. That's
1: when you're fleeing. That's when you've been routed in a war. Yeah, but but folks like Hassan are saying he shouldn't debate. You know, Time Magazine, he shouldn't debate. They said you know, he said he said in science we don't debate. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's like Chelsea, saying Chelsea. that's like saying in boxing we don't we don't fight. fight. Yeah. yeah. So play this clip. This is this is when Rob. Can you can you for show the date? This is March of this year, right? We're talking March of this year, March 8th of this year. This is you. Okay, if you can play this.
2: He gets what's going on. He's not going back. He is He believes about. in the people. And so I predict he won't be at Fox News in the near future if he's unable to put this out. I'm going to leave it at that. But that's speaking from my perspective. I'm not speaking for Tucker. Why, why now, Sheryl Atkinson, why, What was your you reasoning know?
1: for saying that? Why'd you say Tucker's not going to be at Fox Long? Obviously, two months later, he's not. And there's a, there's a feud there. But why why did you say that?
2: Well, because they'll attribute things to Tucker because they know we talk some and hang out some. Uh, he's on the other side of Florida over in... Uh,
3: Naples. Uh, yeah, uh, he's Sarasota? in
2: uh, Boca Grande or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we hung out on Thanksgiving last year. But uh, he... he he used to think I was full of it. And then he kind of woke up with a lot of stuff, came in to visit me like 10, 11, 12 years ago. We became friends, hung out. And then he still thought I was kind of crazy. And then he learned more and more as it went along. Uh, and so I had called him. I, th- I think we talked like the day before that or something. I don't remember exactly. And I'd said, Listen, all the things you're doing uh, are, are, they're going to let you go. I said, There's no way that. And we had a private conversation about that. And he, he didn't see it coming. And I said, I said, Well, I just really think you should do your own thing. Uh, when this goes down. And I said, because uh, we'd already talked about this Summit Thanksgiving uh, and you know, infrastructure, independent things, the future. And cause he's kind of you know, sticking his toe in that. And then I said, OK, well, I predict you're going to be gone within a month. I said, I, I, I smell it. And I, I just, it, it's not even like being psychic. I get all this data, and all I do is immerse myself. You call it the Holy Spirit, whatever you want. But it's like, boom, then I see something. Like I saw the World Trade Center towers on fire. I saw I saw all the troops in the streets, and I I could just see all the programming because because you can just see how they're getting you ready for it. And, and like you said, when you're in the military, they start telling you, "Hey, terrorism's about to happen. Get ready, boys. Yeah. Get ready, boys." Well, they were doing that. I mean, like, get ready, the terrorists are about to hit us, and your life's going to change. I mean, it's not that hard. And you go, "Okay, what are they going to hit? What are they programming?" And then they 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 just had a lone gunman show, uh, where they flew a uh, jumbo jet hijacked into the World Trade Center to blame. Uh, a Middle Eastern terrorist to invade Afghanistan. Now, I said at the time, I said, see, they're going to attack the World Trade Center. That's another reason. Later, Chris Carter contacts me and says, yes, that's true. The CIA contacted me. They did this routinely, and they, and they basically wrote that script n- nine months before 9-11, and then he produces it either six months before. It was, it was the Lone Gum and Spinoff. And then he based the uh, t- 2016 series on me. He, that's interview he said that. I'm not trying to brag. It's crazy. The whole talk show ends up being right at the end. And, uh, and that's the reason they came after me, because they're like, this guy's getting too popular, even with the th- thinker people they don't control. So the CIA came to Carter and said, we want you to put this out. Um, and then you notice his 2016 show is all about a uh, vaccine that has a system in it that basically destroys your immune system. And so they have some reason one to pre-program us, and I don't think Carter's with them. I think he figured out. He thought he was just helping. He realizes now he was like programming the subconscious for something. This is very sophisticated. You have your conscious, you have your unconscious, and you have your uh, subconscious, uh, or, or, or you have your, your your conscience, and you have your subconscious, and you have the unconscious. And so they're 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 directly trying to talk to the unconscious, and that's thousands of times more powerful they believe than the conscious, and hundreds of times more than the unconscious. Why do you think they let Tucker go? Why do you think specifically on the Fox set? Well, actually, know Why?
1: Okay. I mean, well, I know so. what. The, well, they
2: were already planning to do it, and yeah. then um, let's just say this: the Vanity Fair article, or the was it the Hollywood Reporter. I forget which one was the one that that Rupert Murdoch was upset by his fiance being Christian.
4: Oh yeah, I, I remember reading that. Where Tucker, because Tucker was talking about God a lot in that speech, and that it pissed him off because Rupert Murdoch Rupert is an atheist. Well, and, and the and night he got really pissed off Vanity Fair. It was Vanity Fair, and so and so the night.
2: The night uh, he, they, they pulled the trigger mm-hmm. was when he gave that Heritage Foundation speech. And he said, look, God's real. You need to pray to God at least five, ten minutes a day. Evil's real. Uh, and you need to get God. You need to get God right now. Mm-hmm. Tucker said that.
4: Tucker did that uh, yeah, in a speech.
3: Yeah. At the Heritage Foundation.
2: And then Murdoch called the, uh, the head of Fox and said, I want him fired. And I want him fired Monday morning. Don't tell him until... Uh, we put the press release out simultaneously. So they call him, get him on the phone, say you're fired, and then put the press release out
1: and hang up on him. Alex, how do you know this? And then they won't tell him. How do you know this? Is it because people uh, from I can't give sources. No, I'm though. not giving. No, I'm not giving names. I'm not giving names. All I mean, I'm my saying-
2: sources are so good that I even, I even had Tucker's guys like, come on, Alex, don't tell everybody everything. And I didn't even get it from Tucker. I got some of it. The point is, I know everything. Now. Okay, somebody. In fact, has, I got stuff so incredible, it'll blow you away, but I can't tell you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing. This <laughs> is all, I, from my perspective, this is what I hear. What I'm getting is, I have a different source. My source is the amount of people that have reached out that want to come join our organization. And we're not even a big media company. We're barely getting started. We're a small little media yeah. company here in South Florida and we're been, but the amount of people that are saying, hey, are you looking for talent? We heard you're looking for talent. Uh, we don't want to be here long term. Some of the stuff that's going on, on the inside at Fox is not something so we're Fox is falling with.
2: apart. I mean, Tucker, obviously, is former lead producer that put up the thing that Biden's an aspiring dictator, that was his last hurrah, knowing they'd fire him. He's going, they're all going to join Tucker. He's built it. I interrupted. Sorry. T-
1: tell me what's going on. No, no, that's the, all I'm saying is we get to call on people. So you're saying Tucker's planning on building a media company,
2: or uh, on Twitter. I think that's obvious. Okay. I mean, yes. But here's the thing. I don't want to give anything of, of confidence. And so I've learned. I have Fox sources. I have other sources. I've talked to people. And, I mean, that's obvious. That's what he's going to do. I mean, in his first new show that got like 101 whatever million views, he said, I plan to do monologues and then more things after that. So, yes, what you saw with his Fox Nation thing but done right is what he's planning. It's all The thing is people say things are classified or they're secret, Real intelligence is what's right in front of you. So Tucker has said he's going to do all this, and so then I do know some of the things he's planning. But I'm not going to repeat that. I can just tell you what I can with human intelligence see is going on. But but yes, Fox has Fox has actually lost 50 plus percent of its main viewers. Uh, it's like 65 percent of their key demo. Uh, basically, they committed suicide again, just like all these other leftist companies. Uh, because they're planning something big, and I don't think they care, and the central banks with the ESGs can give them unlimited money to prop them up later. That's why these companies fall over themselves to lose $24 billion at Target or you know $15 billion at Anheuser-Busch. Fall over themselves uh, to do this is because they're planning something so big and things are going to be shook up so bad that none of this is going to be here anymore. And
1: then that leads us to the, the Russia situation. Who, who Who are some of the guys you're seeing right now that are either in the process of being the next tuckers or are – in the camp of uh, uh, Tucker, that they're pushing the envelope, they're challenging the, they're challenging the establishment. Who else would you put? Obviously not at Tucker's level. Tucker's a guy that's the MJ the industry today. Who else you see is coming up? Wh- whatever different places they are, are there any other names that you're seeing that's going under the direction that Tucker's going? Like for example, when we used to watch Tucker back in the days with Crossfire, and he's doing what he's doing with John Stewart, and John Stewart's trying to punk him, and you see how Tucker stood up to him, you know, and and challenge him, and then look, he he went from being who he was back then and the bow tie to not being the Tucker of. Nobody's getting the kind of eyeballs he's getting. So who won at the end of the day? Tucker won from going, uh, 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 you know, John. Well, that's the thing.
2: Tucker is a genuinely nice guy, but he's also a big guy and really smart, and he has a temper. So the point is is that them messing with him and stuff made him go from being a Mr. Nice Guy to no more Mr. Nice Guy. And now he's really no more Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, So, uh, yeah, I don't think anybody's in his class – for being able to do interviews or think on his feet or do a great monologue, because he writes all that himself, he's a great writer, great researcher. And then I think Joe Rogan, just because of his curiosity and because of his, uh, you know, being skeptical, uh, obviously, he's just going to continue to get bigger. Um, I mean, I think uh, you know people like yourself. I mean, I would think. I mean, I've seen your show
1: exponentially grow. It's always been popular, but not, I see it everywhere now. It's, it's just obviously exploding. Um, what do you think about? I guess the question I was more asking is: guys from mainstream media, not not the podcast guys like who at fox do you see do you do you do you like what brett does do you like what you know uh uh, some of the guys at uh uh you know uh, megan kelly's doing obviously megan kelly's at a different place who are some of the names that you're saying and megan's already she's one of the best i'm talking about some of the people at fox that you're saying that guy maybe won't be at fox too long himself is there anyone at fox that you're thinking oh i get your
2: question um no, I don't think anybody's in Tucker's League. I don't I don't think any of those. Those people God. all just have producers. They try to break stories. They try to chase stories. And Fox is basically a sinking ship. And so I do think a lot of them are going to leave and be successful in whatever type of programs they do. Uh, but at the same time, look, everything is going to be either you're a populist, anti-New World Order, or you're a globalist suck-up. And th- so that's it. Everything's going to go towards... You know, are you going to sit there and buy the BS? Of Niels deGrasse Tyson when he just tells you stuff that's completely untrue and he just says science, 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 science. You're like, well, show me science. And so he's like, you know, I have a pink Lamborghini outside. Well, show me no science. You you don't question that. Mm-hmm. You know, I say it's gonna be 400 degrees outside tomorrow. Well, show me the facts. No science. Well, it was all tested. All the these drugs were all approved. No, they weren't. They were brought on market and then approved. An emergency deal. That's totally separate. Never before done. He's just no. It was all approved. Massive testing. We've never done more studying in our entire universe as we've done on these. <coughs> Odds. these are safe effective pure clean wonderful and not one word of that's true i mean remember the first year it was an open piece of paper when you opened up the vaccine ampule by law that's in there and it just said the name of the company not one thing that was in it because it was none of it was approved emergency authorization and then they did quote studies and suppress those studies and that's all a fact and they don't want you to even be able to say that anybody can look at what i just said so it's going to be are you going to sit there and take the establishment's money and tell people uh, that there's you know that that that, that there's ice water in hell, or are you going to try to figure out what's going on? So everything is going to be the quest for legitimacy, the quest uh, for curiosity, and the quest of skepticism. And if you're not skeptical in this environment, you're an idiot. We have gotten in this situation because we've not been skeptical. And if you go to places like Russia or the Middle East or places that have had turmoil more recently, people are skeptical or they're dead. And so you either get skeptical and get your head in the game and learn how stuff works, or you're dead. We've had it so good in this country. We're the best house in a bad neighborhood. We've had it so good in this country for at least 150 years, okay? And this place has been a wonderland compared to most other countries. And so people now have grown up off our grandparents and off their grandparents, the average American, and have no idea how good we've had it and the fact that God is lowering the defense shield now because we have stopped being good moral people and now tyranny's flooding in and we better find God and find skepticism and find rugged individualism and find the will to stand up and have courage or we'll lose everything. People always say, oh, you've got courage to fight them. I'm trying to get out of, like, walls closing in on my family and my country and the world. It's not courage to be trying to get out of this thing. I mean, you take the cheesy Star Wars analogy where they're in the trash compact and it's going to kill them. Do they have courage trying to get out of there? No, they're fighting for their lives. If somebody tied bowling balls to my legs and threw me in the deep end and I'm fighting, trying to claw my way up out of there, it's not courage. It's the opposite. It's self-preservation. So people better understand it's not courage. Okay,
4: it's the courage to save yourself, which isn't courage at all, in my view. So, Alex, uh, it's obviously a pattern when it comes to people that are exposing the truth, the elites, and everything. You, Julian Assange, Edward Snowden, Andrew Tate, RFK, people like me, even me personally. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Like, is are, are is there a chance for us to win, or are we fighting a losing battle? Because, Alex, they have set up the pieces to this game that we're playing in. Is there a light, like with people like this? That you have this passion? The truth is coming out. But is it all for nothing? There is a lot at the end of the in the tunnel. Uh, you know, they they've gone and dug up those
2: temples of Ramses the Second, three thousand plus years ago, uh, more than that. With 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 Moses. So what you see in the Ten Commandments? I mean, that was real people, real stuff went on. People can question the, the so, you know the 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 biblical story if they want. But you know, uh, Moses existed, Ramses the existed, all that went on. You're saying what's that to do with what I asked? <clears throat> the Israelites had to st- stop doing what they were told. Cause not. Everybody's seen that meme that shows, like, five burn matches and then one match, and it says uh, noncompliance or nonconformity, and then all the other matches aren't burned. You can stop the chain reaction. And so, finally, after, you know, decades or whatever it was of the Jews saying, we're done being your slaves, they said, okay, pack your stuff up and go, okay? And the desert was rough, and it was tough, and they went through a lot of hell. Then they built their own thing. And so look how you built your own thing. The establishment became corrupt. The mainstream media lied to us. It committed seppuku. It committed suicide. Now we're building a new system. The Amish 400 years ago were Protestants. They were being persecuted in Switzerland and Germany. So they packed up, sold everything, and moved here. And still today, they don't have autism. They don't have any of this stuff. They, they, they don't have suicide rates. They're living the dream because they don't hang out with Big Pharma. And, and so we don't have to do what the Amish have done, but we have to be in the world but not of the world, to use the Christian allegory. Got it. And we have to build our own systems, build our own companies. And instead of a boycott, which is great against Anheuser-Busch or Target, we need a boycott. And when we start, and that's what ESGs are, is they've they've analyzed all this. They know the bycott by populists, by Christians, by conservatives, by people that just want to be capitalists and live normal and be able to defend ourselves and, and create wealth. We can do anything we want, humans are incredible. Instead of being ruled by these globalists that, that, that want us poor so they can dictate the terms of our surrender. We have to build the new renaissance. We have to build the great awakening. And it has to be a spiritual awakening in God and Christ. And and we have to call on God, because they've got their God. Notice Target like, literally put out shirts with an artist that, that,
4: that says Atheists we and yeah, believing in the devil. Yeah, we are Satanist and and we are going to recruit your kids and, a, and, a, and an adult a
1: shirt with that
4: a shirt the, the, the designer it was pitch. all devil worship Satan. LGBT Satan trans, Satan loves trans S for Satan. Now they threw an S in there. see that one, Robert. It says Target right there. Go right there, top left. Target. And uh, that's the, that was the pin that they were selling. Target respects, Satan respects pronouns. They were selling There's that no that way ch- they were selling this. I, yes, 100% they were, we they were selling this. We shit crew in and got video of it. Pat, they were selling this.
1: They it. were selling this in Austin. Target ignites Firestorm with launch of new clothing line designed by
4: Satanists. 100%. Target
1: is missed a bullseye by a mile. And then some, can you zoom in a little bit? The retail giant has been selected by a few brands in the United Kingdom that promote Satan. You read it right. <laughs> Target's partner is Ab, uh, Ab Pralin. Uh, it has produced a, uh, yep. a, a prayer collection for targets, a celebration of LGBT Pride Month, and promotes satanic images, themes.
3: This is as outrageous. <laughs> listen, 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 at Target as listen,
1: listen, listen. Go to Twitter and the woman has an account. These are shirts, not trans just parts Trans witches for what they are. They also <laughs> offer clothing and accessories that includes catchphrases like "trans witches for abortion." <laughs> okay, click on that and let's try to buy it. Go to trans witches well, for well, abortion. Well, here is the good news. They pulled it after a week. Okay. Yeah,
4: but they guy- got
2: and then they got all these bomb threats from the LGBT pieces.
4: Yeah, leave it in there. The, the, the trans, rainbow mafia. The is real. The rainbow mafia was like, "Yo, we're gonna bomb Target if you try to mess with it."
1: Go on that Etsy page. Go on that Etsy page. Uh, yeah, that one right there.
4: Because that guy, that guy's name Bralin, whatever his trans name is, witches for abortion. Listen, this they actually witch- sold the
2: shirts that had a guillotine and <laughs> said and said. And said, so we're going to kill homophobes. Yeah. And then, and then it shows a, an adult skeleton giving a baby skeleton the trans fire. And it says, we will recruit your children. They will be trans. What was the, yeah, so, what was the so, thing that
3: we
4: preaching the other day? Oh, yeah, we're so here, I don't know, we're queer, we're coming I, for your children. You, so, uh, Share uh, the story Chan, of what Chan, happened Chan. there, so, so, if
1: you want to pull up the story.
4: So, and, and Alex, like, I'll give a couple examples before we talk get about to Boston. That. I'm talking about, yes. let, let, Alex, we've talked about this yesterday. So, when people say, when people like you, when people like me talk about this attack on children, this, this satanic going after children and, and the trans movement, just a couple of quick stories that happened this week in Boston. Four kids were found in a drag party with one dead trans guy on the floor, and the kids were in the back. There were sex toys scattered throughout the house and a hoarder home. Doesn't make headline news, but the, that's the—
2: And they were, uh, the firefighters said they were hiding the kids in the back bedroom.
3: They were hiding— The, the Daily K- Mail right here put
4: it out there. Yeah, so, and, this okay. is not, no, and, so this is not a right-wing
3: source. Yeah. Daily
4: Mail. And, the, yeah, the, and the, <laughs> let's, let's, let's keep the stories going. The first trans state representative, Stacey Lawton, a.k.a. Barry Lawton, from uh, New Hampshire was just arrested for distributing child porn. Okay, it just happened. And mind you they couldn't find him because he transitioned and changed his name. How about this and one? And by the way they're trying to pass laws in, in in California and other states where if
2: once you change your name if you're trans yeah. it sponges your, your 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 criminal record. Pro- police oh, record. Really? oh yeah.
3: So just so, well, yeah. you change your name, Alex. Yeah. So yeah. Now you're was, Alexandra Jones, exonerated. Yeah. There goes you no know oh, you and, no money.
4: And one more, so 3 days ago the ex-CNN producer John Griffin was sentenced 19 years for sexually assaulting a 9-year-old, okay? And then this was the other day. This is in New York City, a drag march, where the marchers are chanting, we're here, we're queer, we're here for your children. Tell, me this. tell me this isn't disgusting. Listen. We're we're Like, they're not, they're not here. We're your children. Now listen, this is out.
5: How...
2: We're queer, we're here. How do you want to bet those are public school teachers? Yeah, and, and We're here's coming for your That's worse. Did you see the San Francisco st- city-funded uh, uh, gay choir? Where they go, we're coming for your children. We'll take them. You'll love it. And then we'll get you too. We're going to get your children. And then they go to the city councils
4: all over, even in conservative areas, and go, we are going to recruit your children and have sex with them. <laughs> oh, this my God. So, uh, Rob, can you pull that up and, how, and Alex, how is that not the headline story, but that Titanic Sinking ship with five people is the number one story. Oh, yeah, and Blue's Clues now on, is right here? on mainstream TV has Baphomet and Moloch
2: and the kids being sacrificed. Oh, my God. Yeah, so
1: this this is this is exactly what... <laughs> but here's what's happening. Let me tell you what I think is happening, and I and I kind of uh, agree with what you're saying. I think common sense will prevail, and a lot of people are sitting there saying this just doesn't make any sense. You saw the Gallup poll that came back where America is right now with the LGBTQ and, and where they're standing, how the biggest plus minus was the fact that the American people are no longer as comfortable as they were, dropped by 7% year over year where we're at. And the, the, even the Glendale stuff that's going on with the kids, the parents coming out saying this is too much, you cross on the line. More and more people are being united on ESG's bad idea. More and more people are being united with you can't be grooming our kids. More and more people are starting to realize this is not just what we're all about and it's not just the people from the right it's it's people from who have historically voted democrat that are saying look man i don't know what the hell is going on this isn't what i supported it's like, a lunatic asylum yeah you're seeing you're seeing it's going from democrat versus republican where it's going from establishment against anti-establishment that's the two political parties. We're gradually going away from the Republican and the Democratic Party. We're going to the anti-establishment and the establishment party. Maybe we you were saying, yeah, you know what? I don't trust the establishment anymore like I used to. I just don't.
3: It also goes That's to uh, ridiculous versus just common sense. I, 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 stuff like this.
6: We're
1: here. We're
3: queer. We're coming
4: for yeah. your children. And how, Patrick? That that is. Listen to me. That's the devil out in the open. They're not even yeah. hiding anymore. And they say,
2: and this yeah. it's towards the end, they say, "We're going to get them. We're going to groom them. They're ours. They're, they're going to love it. Yeah. And so will you." This transcends party lines. This is. Oh, this, and it turned this, out this, a bunch that. of them were registered sex offenders the children. These guys.
1: Right. Yeah, a, a bunch of them.
2: The majority... I mean, look Wait, at their faces. What,
1: what are they saying this video? What are they saying I, this I, I don't know which one. This is, what
2: is a city-sponsored choir. I mean, it's nauseating. But just, a, just
0: Click on it. And just so you know, for None the last third. Go the last third. From 2021. Okay.
7: We're coming for your children. <laughs> Jesus.
1: We're coming for your We're coming for We're coming for your children. Is this a real video or this no, the, the, like, is this a deep religion. fake? No, this is their religion.
2: This is not
4: a joke. That... No, no, they arrested San some San Francisco of these. Gay Men's Chorus sang a song about coming for your children. It was like they spelled the plan out. In plain right. sight Sometime,
3: Like Alex said Sometimes just look Right in front right of your face in front of your What face. they're saying It doesn't need to be Conspiratorial yeah. They're fucking saying yeah. it Yeah, yeah. There's can no we, hiding Can we continue the song Was that just the, the point Of the song Yeah sing along yeah. If you that know the same. words out there that Sing along the 12 seconds. That was it Unbelievable was, yeah. We're coming for your, for your children, children. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on And they're doing it It gets worse later like
2: We will groom them And we're gonna get you too You belong to us Your body is ours
4: And the uh, left wants to Make you take the shots too It's all about race Rape, rape and, rape, and Alex, you Hold warned... Up, power, power, power. Alex, you warned about the Epstein Island Epstein. situation way before he got arrested, way before he committed suicide. <sighs> mm-hmm. What, like... Is, are, they just gonna, are they just gonna get away with this for... For? Well, I mean, here's an example. I, I was...
2: Um, I, I I got put, like, 20 years ago in some Hollywood movies. Never even asked to do it. Rick is a great guy, not part of Hollywood. And he, and he put me in um, uh, Waking Live in the Scanner Darkly with Connor Reeves and, and, and people... And, but I also consulted on those, on, especially on Scanner Darkly. So then, this is how I got into Hollywood. Martin Sheen uh, saw one of my anti-war films and said, I'd like you to fly out to California. So this is like in like 2004 or something. Charlie
3: Sheen's dad.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, so that's how I met Charlie Sheen. So I'm at their house in Malibu. And That'd I, be and a party. And, and they're there, and there's like... You know, all of a sudden, uh, Anthony Hopkins comes over and it's like, you know, I'm sitting at their house and they're, they're watching one of my documentaries, telling me how great I am. So they think I'm a leftist because it's anti war, which I am anti war just as a, as a populist, as a conservative, as a person. And then Emilio Estevez comes over and then all of a sudden Charlie Sheen comes over and he goes, hey, man, I'll fly out here next time. Once you you know, blah, blah. blah. And back then, he was with, um, he was off the drugs and then he was smoking cigarettes. He, he was with, uh, the dark yard, the hot girl. That no, was the girl
3: before that. Who's the one that's in Starship Trip? Oh, Denise Richards. Denise Richard. Richards. That's yeah, who he was yeah. married
2: to. His kids with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. So I, was, I used to go stay in his house. His kids are there. And, you You're know. staying
3: with Charlie Sheen? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. buddy. <laughs> invite me to yeah. the party oh, next oh, time, well. Alex Jones. Well, no, I've stayed with him when he went downhill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Definitely. Okay. Me the I mean, yeah. He
2: used to like, hey, my house is always here, man. And listen, you can use all my cars here. And here, drive my Porsche. And it's like 800 horsepower. Oh, First <laughs> gear goes like 60 miles an hour. Yeah. I was like, I, I, and I have driven Sticks. Good, but I had to like turn it around and bring it back to his house. He's like, Hey, man, I want some Taco Bell. You could take the portion, you'll get me some down the hill. And I'm seriously, and I'm like, I had to bring my car. Oh, can I drive another car? I was like, I can't go, drive go
6: it. back to what's oh, like, happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go back to so what, what was, was happening. So, this part, with Charlie, Charlie Sheen and Mar- show the picture,
1: Sheen, Andres,
4: and all this. Look at these guys. <laughs> uh, I mean, you look. you look like you were, you were in good shape. He looks like he was he was rough right there. Tiger blood. So, Alex, you were saying about the the about Hollywood? You're Martin in Hollywood.
3: Sheen, Hollywood. You're oh, in Hollywood. Oh, You're going to be in the movie. You were, were going somewhere this, with this, oh, Mr. Joe. Oh, oh, oh. So, yeah. so, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah.
2: And so then I got to know all these other people. Yeah. Those were off record stuff. But I mean, like he he had go to dinner with Buzz Aldrin and Buzz Aldrin, how about the aliens and the secret bases and the obelisk and how they're gonna find water in two years. We're gonna let the Indians find it and two years later I'm in a I'm in an airport and there's a newspaper saying it. I mean just the most wacky yeah. stuff. So. So then I started knowing all these other Hollywood people because I was going on TV shows and, and like some some reality shows about conspiracy. He did a whole bunch of them, five or six of them, probably more than that. And so I was on, on a lot of TV programs. And I was doing voiceovers, doing real well. And then I just, this is probably like 16 years ago or so, I knew some folks, they go, listen, you think Hollywood's cool? He goes, and this wasn't Charlie, Some other people, they go, they go, there's like three groups which is people that are here that make the money and then you try to live outside the area and then there's Scientologists and then there really is like a cult CIA devil worshippers and I didn't run this from Martin Sheen or Charlie Sheen it's from other people and, and it was like yeah they've got these cults but they all feed into this larger CIA group and they brand the women on their bellies and all. And that was Nexium. and then they've got these islands where they get these politicians and scientists and people to compromise them and it's all run by MI6 CIA and Mossad and they fly them out to these islands and he goes and they're not just having sex with kids he goes they also, that's the entry door. And I, and I, and I learned this from more people and, and found it from other folks. And then I talked to entertainers and then I talked to well-known musicians and like, that's why a lot of them just leave because um, this happened to Mark Dice, who's, you know been friends with forever. He got offered a major show by the largest uh, reality TV show group. And this is like 10 years ago now. And they get him in there at the end of it and they say, well, here's the last thing. We want you. They're doing they a huge show with a huge, um, with with one of the Motley Crew guys. I think it was Nikki Six, and the head of the company goes, "But we want you to pledge yourself to Lucifer," and and Mark said, "Well, I'm I'm a Christian." He go, "Well, we know you say you are, but let's just get this out of the way." And he says, "Is this a joke?" And they said, "No, I'm deadly serious with you." Now that's just one guy that will go public. I I got told that, and and I've and, and I've had a lot of meetings. I've meetings with Bilderberg Group members. I've had meetings with all these folks, and they're off record meetings. So I never talk about them. But one time. The head of the Kissinger group, Rothkop, in front of my producer said, we want you to come work for us. We want you to come to New York next week. We're going to, you know, there's only a few thousand people in the superclass. We want you to lead, uh, you know, basically the the populist liberty movement. But you'll get a seat at the table, but you'll have to do what we tell you, but you'll get, some, you'll, you'll, you'll get to have some input. You can be on your crusade and fail, or you can join us. So that was offered in front of John Harmon, my producer. I said, is this off record? They said, no, just join us. But th- that wasn't Satanism the way they said it there, but it's always the same speech. And and so I have repeatedly uh, had people, one time I had this major executive trying to give me a $10 million a year contract and multi-book multi deals every year. And they said, you just got to come in and do the show, but we will control what you do. And I'm sitting there and his guy's wife comes in <laughs> and we're up in this b- b- big high rise, you know, uh, uh, corporate office and this woman's super beautiful and they go i hear you like to have fun you want to have sex with my wife right now she thinks you're hot she wants to have sex what do i need to do i need to get on my knees and have you sign this contract then another time they, they offer you this deal absolutely another time they sent the, this famous cia guy same deal i, I meet with him all the stuff he gets on his knees so and that's what these people do because they want that baseball card they want to own alex jones and they're going to want to own you and when you get popular and they're going to want, and there's super crazy stuff like, like I'd already heard about this, but I was talking to a very well-known individual, and I can't tell the whole story. But he was being flown by the same guy that was flying the king of a major Middle Eastern country. And I'm not going to say because we don't get the guy in trouble. This is on a big jump, big jet, jumbo, you know, large, full-body jet, and this is a, this is the chief pilot, and he tells this guy that I know doesn't BS. He he tells him, listen, I've only done this you know, like once. Had to sign all these NDAs, all this other stuff. We get on the jumbo jet with the with the king of this major deal, and it's and 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 there's other jets, a couple of jets following it with his family, because that's how they do it. And he says, Go to these coordinates. And he wouldn't even say what ocean, but he goes, There's nothing there. And he goes, No, go there. They go there, it's a private island beyond, it's like seven star, if such a thing existed. And no homeless, nothing, nothing but billionaires. But it's it's just everything. And and telling you that's the level of this control. And I guarantee you they've approached Joe Rogan because he's I'm not gonna he hasn't told me, but I could tell uh in the I mean the last year he's gotten the talking to. But he said, Screw him, I could tell. because uh, we hang out and have dinner and talk some. But the point is I can just tell, because I know people get these speeches. And uh For sure. Is and, there is there another Epstein Island? But uh, I mean, well that's the level. The level of yes, absolutely when I, when you say an island, yeah, I mean I'm being told by well known people that man, hey, you think Hollywood's cool, you know, what are you gonna do? When you're at a party some night and they bring a 16-year-old girl in there and start having sex with her and just implicate you're in the building. Wow. And uh, you, that's why you need to not go to that party tonight. You need to get out of here. Okay, That's the kind of stuff, I mean, really pro- prominent people you know are you know, like telling you, this place is dangerous and you need to watch out. Because I was getting deep into Hollywood. I mean, I was,
1: I was at parties with the biggest names. Well, I mean, you just have to think about if, if uh, uh, Rob, what is this you pulled up here? This uh, NXIVM? Next, Next, that's
0: yeah. the uh, sex cult that Alex was talking about in Los in, Angeles. Name
1: of commonly used to describe the personality cult of imprisoned racketeer and sex offender Keith Raniere is also trademarked name, defunct corporation that Raniere founded, which provided seminars and videos in the field of human potential development. The United States seized ownership of the organization, related entities, and personal intel- intellectual property. Through asset uh, forfeiture, allowing revenue to con- uh, keep going. There. So, what's the last one? something your district? But that's just one
2: feeder height. group. That's just one feeder group. So they have all these little, you, you know, kind of like the Hell's Angels or the Mongols will have a sub motorcycle gang that's not members but works for them. Yeah, yeah. and then they, and then they'll have guys under them, and so that's how they work. So. But but so I was told by a lot of people that this stuff was going on, and that and that, and that Hollywood was run by it. basically, I mean, if you've seen that new movie, I forget the name of it. I, it was it was pretty powerful. It's actually somewhat historic. It's a composite, um, Babylon about Hollywood. Uh, that, that that latest movie that just came out was it, was it a movie or a documentary? Sound of Freedom. No, it, I think it was called Babylon, Hollywood Babylon.
3: I've Gotta find that, Rob. It, it
2: just came out. I, I watched it. Like what about, was the what was the Is it in theaters? It was in theaters. It was a what, big movie. What, what was the, what was the premise of the movie? It was the early days of Hollywood in the uh, in the twenties and thirties. Um,
3: Hollywood. Yeah, I see it right here, right there. Hollywood Babylon. Yeah, Babylon.
1: 2022. 2022. Yeah, click it. Epic. We were
3: Margot Robbie. Brad
1: Pitt. Right Margot, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie.
3: Awesome. Anyways, you watch that. That's that stuff went on. Go to Hollywood. the poster on the right, right? Well, the poster. Right there, punch in. Is that it? Yeah, and so this is based Brad, on Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Babylon. This what's the, is based, what's on
2: based on real, like the Patriot. With Mel Gibson is a composite of three stories, but they're true, and, and and that's the same thing for a lot of these movies. But but I read the research on this. This is a composite of real stuff that went on in Hollywood. So this devil worship, uh, cannibalism, uh, eating rats, uh, while you know, while having sex with hot women. Because to them, it's not enough to have a hot woman.
1: Now you need to have it. Brad Pitt is in it. Margot Robbie's on. Yeah. In it? Yeah. Why? I mean, why would they make a movie trashing their own industry? I think they think it's cool. And uh, is is it coming from a place of like exposing the truth, or is it coming from a place of this is the level well, you make it if you become very famous in Hollywood? They basically say this is Hollywood's tombstone. In the movie. And and. and they just say this is who
2: we are, and Hollywood's dead now. So now here's the story of how we began, and that maybe we'll be reborn somewhere
1: else. That's pretty strange, right there. Man.
2: Because we're all in the phase now of even the system has to expose itself now, because this is the season of that, and and so. But I'm telling you, you watch this movie. This is
3: devil worship in the twenties and thirties. They call it a black comedy drama. Punch in, Rob.
1: Epic period black comedy drama. You watched this whole movie? Yes.
2: But what I saw at Bohemian Grove had major shades of this. And if I can, just because I never do this on big shows, we're struggling to stay on air. We still have a huge audience that tunes in, and our work gets seen everywhere. But it's kind of like I'm in a prison, and then I send letters out. If people want to find what we're actually doing and what's going on, band.video, they block sharing that link. So madmaxworld.tv, obviously there's the famous infowars.com. But I'm on the air, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. every day. I have another great talk show host. Uh, I'm going to be hosting my show tomorrow night, uh, from Tampa at the River Church at Revival.com. We're going to simulcast that. And then I'm going to do a, a meet and greet and ask Alex uh, Jones anything at 7 p.m. at the River Church in Tampa uh, Sunday night. So I guess is that
3: that's Pastor Rodney's church?
2: That's Pastor Rodney. Shout uh, out to Pastor Howard oh, Brown out there. So, so, so that's going to be going on. And I, I mean, we, I still have my crew. We're still able to pay the bandwidth bills, the satellite uplinks. We're on a lot of TV stations and cable stations as well, and we're fighting and and the the enemy's trying to shut us down. But uh, you know, you ask, how do I pay the bills? You asked that earlier. Yes. Yeah, uh, we're in a chapter eleven, subchapter five, which is a reorganization. And if the company's viable, even though the other side just wants it silenced, uh, then under federal law, it continues. And the the judge says we've done a good job. Everything's proven up the way we said it was. It's a viable company. Uh, And uh, so it looks like that's going to probably go through in the next few months. And then the bankruptcy will go forward, and my company won't be shut down. I personally didn't declare bankruptcy until I had the billion, $500 million judgment. That kicked me up into pure Chapter 11, so I can't do that. But it's a catch-22 because I don't have a bunch of stuff. Uh, and some I mean, I'm wearing a twenty dollars T-shirt, but this is how I like to live. And so, uh, plus I don't have a you know sharp, sharp like you you guys look like athletes. But, but so so you know the message is they haven't hurt me very bad, they haven't silenced me. In fact, they've made me bigger, and I kind of want to say folk heroish now mm-hmm. because of the because the system's so demonized. People say this guy's getting massively demonized. Uh, he must be good. So it's mm-hmm. not that I'm that good. It's that anything that people now see as the establishment hating, they love. And and, and and so that's what has happened, and I want my enemies to know you've not silenced me, but I'm not even your enemy. I want you to stop destroying yourselves, You've lost all credit. I'm kind of like the FBI back before they were really corrupt, saying, "Come out with your hands up, and it'll go better for you." <laughs> the new world order is failing. Everybody sees who you are. It isn't working anymore. I just want my children to have a future, and I really want to have like an armistice with the globalist, and then have an open discussion about the way civilization is going because we haven't even gotten into Russia. And I'm glad to talk about myself, but folks, this is the most. This is way more dangerous than the Cuban Missile Crisis. This is this guaranteed. The a, a a globalist coup, counter coup, power struggle in Russia is going on right now. No one knows what the truth is. I, I have I can talk about the angles of it. I'm sure you guys, we talked before we went live, are are, are amazing. But this 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 is I mean, I am at a gut level instinctively. Uh, concern for my family and concern for us. I mean, I actually feel good being in a four-foot wall safe facility right
3: now. (laughs) Alex, before we get to Russia, because I know we do want to cover that, you said something a second ago that I think would be appropriate to bring up. You said when they tried to silence you, when they tried to cancel you, it actually has a reverse effect. You actually end up getting bigger. Look at Tucker. He had 5 million viewers
2: a night. Now
3: his average show is 60 million. And then this is reminiscent of an interview we just did Two weeks ago with the one and only Andrew Tate, his brother Tristan Tate. I know you've had some relationships with them. He's only getting bigger as they try to silence him and cancel him. You've had some experiences with Tate. You're following that story? What do you think about that? Yeah, I
2: was uh, one of the first people to interview him in the U.S. Uh, Paul Watson was friends with him when he was on Big Brother. They hung out a lot. And uh, they used to go out and, you know, double date and stuff because they're both big, tall, you know, handsome guys. Uh, And uh, total gentleman to woman, totally nice, all of it's pure crap. Uh, you know, half the women that supposedly said this said that they, they never said that they wouldn't charge him for a year and a half. It's it's pure the fact that he was the most Googled person and everything he did was getting 100 million views. And they're just scared of any any man that pops up that that threatens their monopoly, because what might stand up against the globalists or take over the planet? Men. And so any man they can't buy, any man they can't intimidate, any man they can't destroy. They come after you with sex. And, and let me just tell you, I think he did some racy stuff. Uh, they did the cam stuff. They made a lot of money. He had a former police officers and people running it. Uh, that That's his right to do it. I, I think he painted a target on his back, but I don't think he knew how big he was going to get and that that would then happen. That said, I'll, I'll break some news here. We had, from the other side, trying to shut us down recently, um, this is even in the Washington Post. The Justice Department trying to indict me, and then even the head of the Justice Department said this guy didn't do anything on January 6th. He tried to stop it. We can't charge innocent man. That was in the Washington Post. It's crazy enough. There's still got Jack Smith trying to do it, claiming I masterminded with Trump. It's just ridiculous. Uh, but they've had uh, the CIA, because we know who the people are. They're, they're dumb enough where we can get their license plates and track them. And, you know, much of my guys have worked. You know, working at the CIA is nothing. I mean, that's like the low-level, you know, thing on, on, my, on my guy's resume. You know, everybody's worked for the CIA. That works worked for the military and all that stuff. And the State Department and everything else. And then they have the CIA. They've had the British intelligence. Uh, and they've uh, had uh, these the, – through these cutouts uh, with uh, big uh, international PI, private investigation units – literally combing through and getting Facebook images from like 10 years ago and where I, where a woman took a picture with me and they call her up and say, you had a relationship with Alex Jones. Did he, did he rape you? Well, you know, the woman's like, he, I I think I saw him once at a movie theater and I took a picture with him. I've had dozens of more than dozens of women call the office and say, Hey, I only met Alex once at a party and the, and the, 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 you know, this group's coming to me. So then they try to go to the security companies and, and that I've used and try to get hire them. Oh, the, you know this rich person from whatever wants to hire you, and then they get to the interview and it's all about me. <laughs> and hey, well, you know, and, and it's like, does he does he ever rape women? We're just, you know, we'll, well, you know, so so that's what they're doing to me. Except I'm not doing that. Okay, so I work hard. You know, eat too much, you know, drink too much sometimes. And I, and I go home and, you know, throw my six-year-old around the pool and hang out with my other three children that are basically grown, uh, you know, 21, uh, uh, 18, and, and, and 15. So, to me, especially under this attack, more than ever, it's all about family. That's my refuge. That's what it's all about. And, and they literally have multinational groups and intelligence agencies scouring going, we've got to get somebody to... to and, and look, they're, they're, they'll probably find a woman I don't even know, like with this Trump lady. You know, he was found... Guilty by a jury, not of raping a woman. They said, "No, we didn't find he raped her, but he defamed her by saying he's innocent."
3: <laughs> Think
2: about that. <laughs> Trump said he was innocent. Five million dollars, and I'm sure after a certain point,
1: it, it's like that an escape from New, New York. A- yeah, have you seen a clip with her and uh, uh, Anderson Cooper?
2: Yeah, where she says women really love him getting
1: raped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, she said no, no, he'd no, never no. even physically says,
3: touched, uh, me. It touched me. It was an emotional rape.
1: Oh yeah, now, you should. You seen this clip? I've, I uh, just, have. We'll play it again. Yeah, well, this clip never gets old. When she says, "You know, I really like you, Anderson," and he gets uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he
2: looks like he wants to stop. The, the, I don't. The, well, the, well the, he's not attractive. Yeah, she's not even a woman, but he's attracted to men.
4: Yeah, oh, exactly.
3: Yeah. I don't think. I don't think she fully understood that he's gay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's, He's trying like, to listen. come on to a gated. She's like, listen, uh, one right lady who one looks right right. like the chick from 40-Year-Old uh, oh, Virgin, if
2: I'm going to make the switch, it ain't going to be for you. Well, she also looks like the monster from Before It Turns into the Stay Puff Marshmallow
4: Man. Oh, my god. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. She goes, like, are you a god?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> then Die! <laughs> Don't you love how Congressman Gozer I lo- has the same name as the demon Gozer? Gozer, that's hilarious. Gozer the Eliminator, Gozer yeah. the Traveler, Gozer the <laughs> Destroyer. <laughs> Gozer's on CNN.
1: Play the She'll- clip. Play the clip. I don't feel like a victim.
7: I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which the word "rape" carries so many sexual connotations. This was not. This was not sexual it just it it hurt it just what
0: it just you know but i think most people think of rape as a i mean it is a violent assault it is not i a think sexual.
7: most people think of rape as being sexy mm.
0: what,
4: what? <laughs> uh, look like the look, fantasies. look look
0: wait we're going to take a
8: quick break <laughs> break. wait we'll talk more on watch, the other
7: what you're fascinating to talk <laughs> to <laughs>
1: I don't and know if I've seen look, many clips on on and like, look, over look. and over again than this. And he's revolted. He literally goes like, Ooh. <laughs>
2: "Oh,
3: you're fascinating.
2: You're not as type, honey." But listen, I found I found tapes of this lady. I mean, she. I, one night, I literally spent like three hours finding clips, and I didn't send them to the crew, but I never played them on air. She literally hopping around in the woods. Like, Ooh, I mean, she is a fruit ball, man. I mean. I mean,
4: in the encyclopedia, it should say, you know, fruitcake, wing bat, and it's a picture of her. <laughs> in fact, one, before we go yeah, to the Russian sure. thing, so, so uh, Alex Jones, so you let's say at, uh, you have a crystal ball, Alex, before you started this crusade and who you are right now to this day, and you could see everything that they've done and where you're at right now. Do you change anything? Do you do anything different not to get to – because you saw what's, what, they did, what they're did, what doing to you?
2: You know, hindsight's 2020, and I see how God works, how the universe works, the Lord works mysterious ways. Yeah, I would have done a lot of things different. I didn't realize how influential I was even 15 years ago. And I would just be doing five, six hours a day some days and just having fun. Sometimes I do nighttime shows, have a few martinis. And you know, say stuff tongue in cheek. And and then that let them spin it and do things and and take it out of context. Uh, But that probably added to the success at the end of the day. So it's all in God's hands. I've never tried to lie. I've never tried to hurt innocent people. But I have had a big footprint and I have stepped on people. And I'm sorry for that. Uh, but the, the past is the past, and I, you know, I, I don't even really look back at the past. Uh, I, I mean, I study the past to understand the future. But I'm just trying to improve myself now, and just trying to get as humble as possible, uh, and just really praying that we don't have a nuclear war, and that and that we can just have a future. I really, I mean, used to I wanted to be number one, and I would get a little jealous of other people that were really successful. Uh, but the best thing in my life has been really realizing it's the human continuum and that we're all basically on the same journey together. And other people's success against tyranny is my success. So I'm the happiest I've ever been. Uh, and, uh, and I just all the persecution has been wonderful. Uh, it's really taught me a lot. And, uh, and it's helped me be a better person. So I, I want to thank my enemies for everything they've done to me. And I want to encourage them not to be destroyed by their master that will destroy them. And I, and I want to have a future with them on a planet we can all live on, and so I want to tell my enemies, I love you and I care about you, and Jesus loves you, and you just need to ask Jesus to come into your heart, and God will set you on the right path and forgive you, and, and that's really the answer. And I would just really encourage them to find God, Amen. because let me tell you, God and the devil are real. You better get that straight.
3: Yep. Where did this come from? How long did it take this it's an epiphany phase? This is like what you're basically saying is like you've you've been humbled, right? You were at the top of the podium, and then boom, you've been brought down. Everything that's happened to you. Is it is it Pastor Rodney? Is it you're reading the Bible? You're 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 praying for your enemies. You, you, you well, said- I've
2: always been a. I mean, I've always been a Christian, but then I kind of slip out of here and turn into the Tasmanian devil. Uh, I mean, literally, it's <laughs> the angel and the devil. Like sometimes I like before I know it, I'm like, okay, I'm with the devil. Oh wait, wait, I'm like, but I'm always I'm, faith, I'm faithful to God. I want to be here, but I can jump over to the devil really easy, and and so. I've always been forgiven, and I've always loved other people's success. One of the best things, I've always been grateful, and I've never... It's just that I catch myself saying, well, I like that person, but still, they really do a great job. <laughs> and you know, what it's like... and But that's all of our wealth together. Uh, and so really enjoying the wealth of other people's success is all our human success. Communists and socialists and authoritarians, totalitarians, they, in that movie, the book Oil that was made in the movie, There Will Be Blood, it's such a powerful scene. Maybe you can pull it up. It's only like 30 seconds long where he says... Daniel Day Lewis, probably one of the best actors ever. You know, he says, "I have a competition in me. I don't like to see other people do well, and and I don't like other people." And he's like saying, "I want to like you because you're my cousin." Then later he learns he's faking and he looks like his cousin. He Tells kills him. him. But you know, imagine being alone like this. he says. I just want to have enough money to be left alone mm-hmm. and be you know completely walled off. And uh, he's just not happy. And and and, and so I want to be the opposite, but. You can't just be like, oh, everything's yours, and I'm going to roll over to you. You've got to be strong for your family, strong for culture, fight tyrants to build a free market system where we don't make people be Christian, but they want to be Christian because that's the way they know that's going to be successful and empower them and, and and you know have them be with God forever. And so it really is a fight, good versus evil. And now uh, people that were agnostic, very famous people, are 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 having spiritual experiences some of them are having incredible experiences with like angels and you know the holy spirit and god others are literally don't believe anything are laying in their beds and a huge black shadow comes in and just rips off their shirt and just huge bloody slashes across them and then just throws them up against the wall and then they 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 start finding out well okay what do they do and uh You know, they go to a rabbi and he says, put this Kabbalah on and do this ritual. Doesn't help them. They finally go get born again. All of it leaves. And, and, you know, this is, this is, this is happening with sane, well-known people that were, you know, not atheists. They didn't hate Christians. They're like, ah, come on, you know, I don't really believe in God. And they're, and they're having the experience. Uh, because if you don't have God around you as a defense shield, you are wide open, <laughs> and and the devil can't help it. And, and, and whatever this you know, this force called the devil, it's gotta. Because if you're doing good work, but but you don't know it's God and and, and have God as literally a shield, mm-hmm. it's like being in a submarine with screen doors. You're dead, mm, yep. and, and so this stuff's gonna come in if you don't have God. And I so like seeing- that's why I'm talking about God because I need I need to get closer to God. I need God. God is my refuge. God gets all the glory, not me.
3: Alex, you're Amen. saying accepting God, accepting God. Jesus is the Lord and Savior. You're saying you have to accept Jesus. Uh, all right, well, I'm Jewish. Uh, respect. We're the OG Christians. Well, I'm, you know? I'm not putting on no No, no, I'm, that's not what I'm asking. No. Uh, we have a lot of Muslim friends, a lot of Islam. Andrew Tate just turned to uh, to, to a Muslim. Um, Abrahamic faith, the whole oh, that, That's what I'm asking. Judeo-Christian. And I, I, and I wasn't putting down you
2: know, the rabbi. I, this was a real story I was telling you. and the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and that didn't work. I'm just. I'm. And I'm not saying every. I'm not. It wasn't that's a judgment. Like, asking. like, like this. This engine cleaner worked great.
3: This one didn't. I wasn't <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> but your overall concept of faith and finding God, and you, a lot of your. You just said. I oh, sometimes I'm the God and sometimes I'm the devil, and I'm, everything's going on right there, and everything that you've uncovered with the satanic rituals and everything at the, um, the one place up in California, Bolivian Bolivian Grove. Bohemian Grove, and this. You talked about they're praying to the devil and they're sacrificing the children and everything like this. Do you feel like it's just a fight of? Believing in God versus the devil? 100%. Is that what it comes down to? Yeah, archetypes. I mean, for people that are, you know,
2: I'm not going to try to just push nothing but Christianity people, but that's, that's what I believe. That's what I know. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, the first step is to realize there is good and evil. There's stuff we don't see. There's other dimensions. And none of these globalists are atheists. They're all into the occult. They're all into weirdness. They're all super neurotic. And... uh or they're super scared of God and just don't want to hear about it, like Rupert Murdoch.
1: Let's let's talk about let's go let's actually by the way if you want to cl- play this clip that he was talking about with Daniel Delewis, and then let's go into the Bohemian Grove and it's go in ahead. the first minute or so. Yeah. Volume.
3: Oh, okay, okay, then I'm don't great. worry about yeah. it. Good call. Okay, but that's
1: great. But great team. Call. Pause it. Pause it, Rob. Okay, there you go, and just kind of go away from it. Uh, okay, thank you, Andres, for that. Okay. So let's talk about Bohemian Grove. So. You know, if, if, if for the audience that doesn't know, obviously Bohemian Grove has been done on by a lot of different people, but uh, this is one of the first things that you did, almost like a vlog style. Before anybody was doing vlogs, uh, you know, Alex Jones was doing vlogs. This is a clip, before we play this clip, can you tell everybody what this clip is all about before Rob plays it?
2: Sure, and, and again, people can search around and find uh, HD versions of this at band.video. So, if, if, and I'm not telling you to go there, but if you go to band.video, you're welcome to use it all. And just type in Alex Jones, David Gergen, or Alex Jones, Bohemian Grove, you can find. It's not in HD, but it's in a lot better quality. But, but all this stuff's Rob, there. Rob, it's fine.
1: At this point, don't go yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah.
2: okay. Don't go now. I'm, I'm just telling oh. folks. So, it's a plug, but, so, but you're right. So... Again, I'm a Christian, I believe in God, but God's kind of like something that happens on Sunday and it's like a jacket I wear once a week. It's kind of like over here. I believe in God, I love Jesus, I, I, but you know, devils and all this stuff, whatever. So I've been on air a few years, four or five years, and John Ronson, when I'm out there doing a story about the Waco massacre, and we're digging up the the soil and stuff to show that they did fire in um incendiary grenades to set the place on fire. And we actually found some of those. So we're out there digging, and this and this British film BBC crew comes along, and he says, he says his name's John Ronson, he says, Alex, I, I hear, Alex, I hear that you've snuck into some military bases and been able to, and which I've done, and shown some martial law training that was going on. He said, we have liability, and they won't let me get into Bohemian Grove, but I have a lawyer that uh, works there, uh, who actually uh, has some of the passcodes and things and, and how to not get kicked out with the Secret Service or the uh, Monterio Sheriff Department that's all over the place, like 50 of them in there at least that I saw, uh, but also Secret Service and others because presidents of them go there oh, wow. and, and royalty and Prince Charles and all of it. And he said, th- there's this big owl god and they worship it on the 15th of uh, July every year. I think they've now pushed it to later in July. But for 15 days in July, all these world leaders go there. It's 2,700 acre Redwood Grove. And he goes, I just need you to go in there with a hidden camera, and I need you to get us the footage, and then I need you to air it on your Access TV show because my lawyers tell me, and he's was being honest about all this, my lawyers tell me that then we'll be able, once it's fair use and out in the open, you can give us the authorization to use it, but you've got to air it first. And he, he said, how much money do you want? And I said, well, I don't, okay, there's guys in the woods worshiping an owl. I said, is this the KKK or something? And he goes, no, 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 it's very liberal. It was founded by mark twain but then the president uh, taft took it over in 1900 which was all true and i and i go i've heard from some of the shortwave militia people that there's a thing called bohemian grove they worship an owl and so i did research and called him back and i said yeah i'll do it he says okay well we're gonna go this next july it's like a year later and so it comes time i fly out there a little you know dv cams just come out this little compact camera put it in the fanny pack and uh basically it was all true it happened it was insane so you talk about making your faith stronger Hmm. Uh, imagine the five hours i'm in there so it's it's on the russian river totally beautiful it's the biggest stand of redwood trees outside of the big national park in california Two thousand seven hundred acres of of trees you could drive a truck through okay and so and and it's in the middle of a gorge and then goes out over the russian river so you can only get in in one entrance and it's a gorge and the gorge entrance is about a hundred yards wide, okay. And then there's hills that go up to it, and, and and the most elite things called the chalet, where presidents and royalty go and have secret meetings. And I was never up at the chalet. Um, I was uh, I was uh, down in the bottom, and I went back to the back to the swimming platform, and then back to the front, and it, it was several miles in. And I got questioned several times by Secret Service, but just imagine. I get there and and it's copyright free trademark free You can use all my Bohemian Grove footage however
1: you want. you can show it to people. What's the best place to go to show some BTS, some behind the scenes?
2: Uh, I would say uh, band dot video, and I would just type in Bohemian Grove or it's on YouTube. you can type in Alex Jones, Bohemian Grove uh, or Dark Secrets inside Bohemian Grove or the Order of Deaths, the second film I made about it. and it's you know it's 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 color. Yeah,
1: just look for it on YouTube to see if it's
2: easy to find it. Yeah, you're welcome to show all the b-roll of it. And so, Long story short, it's a long. I'm gonna talk for five hours about Bohemian Grove. It's it's July fifteenth, twenty twenty, and uh, and so they've told me some of the passcodes. They've got maps from the internal members uh, that they give the, the members. Um, they gave me passcodes to different camps because it's it's like little little you know, little camps of cabins and stuff and like bars and things there that are built all over. There's over a hundred camps, and so they. Had told me that I should try to walk through and use the passcode to get in to the guard shack. Uh, but do you also, remember what the passcode was? It was stuff like "I'm with the hillbillies," uh, "Red Mountain." <laughs> uh, that, that was "I'm with the hey, hillbillies." I'm Alex
3: Jones, I'm here with the hillbillies. All right. Well, cool. I chose that because that's
2: the bushes camp and the Texas camp. It's like a Texas camp that's that's kind of midway up and that worked and i had a few other passcodes it was like hillbillies uh were you, were you shocked
3: when and then it worked? what's
2: the rest of the passcode well, that's, that's what camp here the passcode was red Mountain. yeah were you shocked when it worked
3: you're like holy shit that just worked well i'll tell the story so, yeah. so, oh, so my God, it worked. so so they pull up to the
2: entrance <laughs> oh, yeah. and there's like a bog and a little bit of a swamp right here off the road and they go okay Alex, you're gonna walk through and i had a feeling and i saw that they were pulling cars into parking a parking lot over here and picking him up on these big flat back buses that had, had the tops cut off like 1940s buses <clears throat> open air buses and 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 so uh it's like a double decker but one deck and it's just open and i and so i and i made a split second decision uh to uh step off and go through the barbed wire fence uh because this is before the checkpoint and just Act like I was in the parking lot and get on one of those. And so we just sailed through. Oh wow! Because uh, Mike Hanson, uh, my uh, producer, also went in with me because it would be better to be up two people. People aren't usually alone. And Mike uh, is big and fat like me now too. He's a great guy, <laughs> but but he was really good looking guy, and I was really good looking. So I didn't understand what Nixon had said about it. I hadn't done that much research. Once we get in, immediately people start whistling at me. Oh man! And uh, and so whistling like in a sexual yes, way. Yes, and the, and the workers are whistling. At me. This is a. I mean, Nixon called it the most gd
4: faggy thing you've ever seen. And Here's so a quote. that's a quote. That's a, <coughs> quote. That's that's a White House you tape. Want to play. Yeah, listen to this. Play. This is his audio. Let us look at, let's, let's
6: look. at Northern
1: California. You understand?
3: Yeah. You know what's happening in San Francisco? Just gone. So, Eclair, it's clear right. over. I do but it isn't. it isn't just down in the
1: rambling part of town. But the upper class in San Francisco is that way. Yeah. The Bolivian Grove that I attend on time to time. Never
3: the San it's just terrible. It's just
2: terrible. terrible. And he was quite the man's man, uh, and could have been a, uh, from people that know Nixon. Was supplying with the women. He was quite the quite the quite the opposite of a homosexual. Uh, and the originally had the nickname uh, Tricky Dick too.
4: But the whole <laughs> point, is, Hello. The point is, well, the, the, that's a little inside lore. Hello. Hello. Uh, but anyways, I'm
3: like. Uh, so
4: people are whistling at you and trying to, like,
3: so you're... You know. Yeah, yeah, so... so so At the time, you're young, you're hot, you're a young Alex Jones, you're on the scene, this is year 2000, they're whistling, boom. Yeah, so I'm immediately... So we get off, and I'm like, okay, I got a map here.
2: Uh, I want to go see the owl. i to make sure this is real, because the pond's supposedly only, like, a half mile down. So I'm going in the gorge, and people are walking by, and I'm like, that's a senator, that's a... Jeez. I don't know, who's that? You're, like, you're recognizing people because you've seen them, but you're trying to think, who is that? They're basically all famous, and... uh you're, you're walking, is that a Hollywood guy? Is that a, that's a major musician? So they, they bring them all in it's guests. So it's a thousand members, but most guests can bring one guest. Oh. The actual members bring one guest. You so get a plus one, it, it's like 2,000 people. And so I saw Clint Eastwood when I was in there. I saw Danny Glover.
3: So, so, but and you want to say hey, Clint Eastwood? But you don't hey, do that. So it's like what oh, other names? Clint what what, what other famous people did you see while you a lot were
2: of there? my don't even I not have
3: to go back in memory, but it was it was quite a few.
2: And like, there's that senator, and there's like, oh gosh, that senator knows me. Mm, kind of oh my gosh. So, so all of a sudden I'm walking by this big pond. Like, there's the big 45 foot owl. Oh my gosh. There's the, and they already had it like getting it ready over by the side, like this, band like a mummy, but like a child, oh, the, the mocked sacrifice they burned. So I saw that and I'm like, okay, because later people <laughs> snuck back in, but never got video, but they got photos of it too. So I could, over the years, I've learned more. So I go back down to the platform, takes me like a mile and a half back. This big platform above the Russian river is beautiful. And all of a sudden, Hey, what are you guys doing? And it's the sheriff. And he's got another sheriff's deputy with him. And we're like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, just checking it out. It's beautiful. They're kind of looking at us like, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, we know what you guys are because we're, like, preppily dressed, and, you know. And I, and I guess their gaydar was on, but I'm not gay, but they thought I was. Well, so. you had a
4: fanny
3: pack, too, so that kind well, of. What, that, that what that kind did of, the sheriff mean? That we that know of, what you of, guys are. What does that, what did that mean? We like, know what you guys he, are. No, no, well, no, no, no,
2: no, He's like, what are you guys doing? And I'm like, uh, oh, we're with the hillbillies. How are you doing? And, uh, <laughs> In that type of hey. tone of voice. Yeah. And, and he goes, hillbilly. Hey. He's, <laughs> like, he's like, what's the passcode? I go, uh, red mountain. He goes, all right, all right, well, have fun. So they go back. So funny. And then we go back, and I see, like, this big bar and music and, and all these guys walking around with wine and stuff. It's like, let's go in there. I want to drink. So I'm like, you know, mm, this is really whetting my appetite. I'm nervous. So I go, and I a red wine, red wine. I go, red wine, red wine. And then guys are coming over. They're talking to me. And they're looking at me. And, like, people are like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, whoa, this is like a gay bar. So I go, okay, I'm getting out of here. Me and Mike. Mike's like, what's going on here? And, like, he goes, one of those guys just pinched me on the butt. Didn't, I swear this happened. And so we go out. All of a sudden, it's Secret Service in, like, like blue vests. yes, uh, what's your name? And I'm like, oh, Alan Alan Johnson, what's up? And they didn't ask for it. They're like, well, uh, who are you with? I'm with the the Hillbillies. And and they go, okay. They didn't ask the code word, any of that. And uh, so that goes on. And and, and then uh, we get questioned again. And this time, uh, two golf carts pull up with more sheriff's deputies. And these are younger ones. They're like, who are you guys with? Were you just down? Yeah, I'm here with the Hillbillies. What's going on? I'm a guest. They said, all right, all right. And I realized I was going uphill towards the chalet wow. and I said, Maybe you're not supposed to go up here. This is like like the bushes are down here. This is yeah. like this is like royalty and people up here. And just to make sure, are you filming this the whole time? No, because they only had one hour tapes in this little camera. So I kind of had an hour getting in and I got a little bit at the swimming platform and stuff. It's a two hour film. And then I got and then I got some right, it was getting dark, which is incredible. And then I got the, the ritual. And it ran out magically right at the end. So but this is the rest of the story, because I can talk about it for ten hours, but it's amazing. So I tell Mike, I said we've got to hide, and there's a like a, another like a, a crappy uh, cabin. I go, I bet that's a worker cabin, and so I go in there. And Mike's like, "This is nice. Let's just stay in here." And I say, "No, we got to get under the building. They're gonna find us in there. There's cameras." So we go out under the back in the case they've got cameras and uh, open up like a access. Uh, panel and we get under this thing and there's like millipedes and spiders i he goes i don't want to be in here i said we're staying here buddy we're about to get our cover blown okay (laughs) yeah there's footage i got or photos of similar the footage i got so 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 i'm up above that because the chalet's up here like we're talking steep in these golf carts that are going by we're we're hiding up at a thing up above that Starts getting dark and I go okay. Let me reload the camera. Get ready. I've got a little hole in it here with a hole in the front. I can lift up. This is makeshift where I can hit the button on the back. And I say, let's go down. It's twilight, and we're walking down. There's bats flying in the air and stuff. It's real beautiful. And we and we're coming down this this road. And there they're playing dun 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 dun. And and there's a orchestra playing. And they're all eating, and there's these giant tables, and I can just smell the food. And that's looking good. I'm like 100 yards above it, looking down like a cat. But now it's getting dark, so I feel safe, and everybody's drunk by then. And there goes Danny Glover walking by. And there's a couple of these really old men, they go, and I'm not trying to be racial and feed into the whole leftist thing, but this is the old white guys. <laughs> they go, I can't believe they let that GD in here. Like, it's all right. So, this is kind of stuff you're picking up. Danny Glover's so, the only black guy in there at the time. I think, there's, I think they have more now, but this is 2000. This is like the Say, there's like 90 time, year old billionaires. they like, time, what's yeah. that black person doing here? Oh, goodness. And, and, uh, this actually happened. So, But it was like more like, I said, what's that doing here? And, and like, it's all right, it's all right. And I think in a distance I saw Vernon Jordan or something too. But the point is, is that, is that, it, like Bilderberg, he's always the, you know, the black guy that's there, a big lobbyist. And so that happens. And uh, and that's when I saw Clint Eastwood, because now everybody's going down to the water. So you go around the owl on this bank uh, to then see the owl about 60, 70 yards away. And so now it's getting dark. And this high priest comes out in his white robes and, and red cape. And he's got the staff, and he, he 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 says, "Let the dead who were here before us, their spirits, be here." Oh, wow. And so they did, and they go through like this cornucopia of 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 like Babylon gods, and and they summon all these different gods, and they say, "But we summon the most powerful, the goddess, to renew us the next year and give us strength and rebuild our bodies and give us the thing we need." And we bring an offering forward to to our God so that we will be able to you know put all of our all of our sin and trouble onto it. And then this open uh, ornate, I'd say like 18th century British carriage comes out with big glass sides with a c- coffin on it, a, a, like a five year old size coffin, like, like a five year old child would be in. And they uh, a bunch of high, a bunch of priests, like with a whole bunch of guys with torches. I got all this on video. Come out, guys with torches in front of uh, the people. Uh, I think it was like four people bearing the coffin. They take the image of the child out and put it in front of it, and then they, then they, and, and I, I later on it was the voice of Walter Cronkite. He did it like right before he died, and so it's like, "Be gone, Duncan!" And it's like, we forward to feed you, now!" Yeah,
4: screaming, it's on, un- yeah. and, and, and and then and then
2: it's like, "Please don't kill me, no!" Please, like, "Yes, I'm gonna kill you!" And 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 I'm sitting there going, like it's a play. <laughs> I'm thinking they're not taking this seriously. And I'm having to kind of stand up on the bottom of the Redwood knobs because a lot of these guys are bigger than me. I'm only like 5'10", trying to get the camera over. (laughs) So I'm kind of like up on the tree, and there's these guys are looking at me, all these old men. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, like, where's Glenn Eastwood? I just saw him. And these old men are sitting there just going, oh. Cause like you know, like I'm a Christian, but you go to like a Holy Roller church, and then they, it's great and it's wonderful. But they're like enraptured, and you're like, wow, these people were, but like in a satanic type deal, they were just going, ah, oh, ah, oh, oh. and I'm like, and I'm like, hey, this is pretty cool. Goes, oh. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm just like, and and, and Mike was kind of, hey, how's it going? They're like, oh, this, this is important.
8: Oh my god. Like, and so you're like, well, they're a
2: dead serious. Are, and they, watch, are they? And this is the Carl Robe of Five administrations now of like four at the time in David Gergen is four years years later at the RNC in New York. Yeah, and I'm I've got full credentials and stuff, and I'm waiting to go in and do more interviews on Radio
3: Row. Real quick before we get to this, the the guys are they praying? Are they in the rapture? The these devilish faces that they're making. They're not doing like people doing a Christian church.
4: Yeah, well, they're on a roller coaster.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, they feel the spirit of God. It's it's good to do that, Uh, and you know, reach out to God.
1: So, so this is they
4: are they are standing there going like.
1: They're possessed.
4: <gasps> oh. They're soaking it all by, in. By the
1: way, where is this when you confront him?
4: New York, uh, Alex.
1: What yeah, one this, location?
2: This is this is Madison Square Garden.
1: Okay, let's see. Let's see.
2: The VIP entrance.
1: Go ahead and play it, Rob.
2: And that's the Bohemian Grove. And back in what was it, 19, uh nineteen ninety six, when you joined uh, as a Clinton advisor, they were the Republicans were criticizing you. Oh, what about Bohemian Grove? And then you counter, uh, and then you countered them by saying, Hey, I don't run around in the woods naked. What did that mean? Here is the before mentioned Washington Times article where he said, "I didn't run around naked like they do."
9: I don't, I don't know what I don't know what quote you're referring to. I'm not aware of any quote like that. Uh, listen, uh, I am a, a, a happy member of the Bohemian Grove. I like the, uh, the folks who come there, and uh, it's really inappropriate for me to uh, talk about a uh, uh, the group beyond that. Well, thank.
2: You. Have you been there for the ceremony with uh,
9: the cremation of care? Uh, uh, frankly, that's, uh, that, uh, I don't think that's something I need to talk to you about. Oh, it?
8: A... A... What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's Walter for <Kronkos>. voice. <laughs> he later got documents, their internal documents. Have you been there for the ceremony with uh, the cremation of care? Uh, uh,
9: frankly, that's, uh, that, uh, I don't think that's something I need to talk to you about. Really? That's right. Well, I'm Alex Jones, and I snuck in there in 2000. <laughs> I'm the guy oh, that blew it wide open. Look how he got gets. The video. It's been on national TV. Well, I disrespect you for that. <laughs> you do? I do. Because they got mad. But He knew a lot of big I was public officials going in there. You, you don't took? We deserve to know. You, you took an. I don't know anything about you, and I don't know anything about your film. But if you go in there with an understanding, you violated that understanding by releasing that film, and I don't respect you for that. Wow. Really? But you we have pu- public officials. You, here I'm so sorry. You took an understanding when you went in there that you would not uh, See, do that wow. film, and you, wow. did you have an understanding when you went in there? The secret society, Alex. You crash it. Yes. Yeah, and it has no trespassing signs there, too, doesn't it? No, they put them up yes, after. Oh, I'm I sorry. Just <laughs> in. I'm sorry, sir. I've been there before. I know what I the to are. <laughs> and I'm sorry you uh, violated the understanding. They didn't put them did after. Not, that was not a gentlemanly thing to do. But what about the ritual? Is the
4: ritual genuinely? Like, what is. Dude, it looks like a movie, it's like eyes wide shut.
9: Sir, everything. You, I, I, I don't owe you this comment oh, no, really you, 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 you have you, This is what's called ambush journalism And I disrespect you for that as well So thank you, you ever and goodbye the original? That's none of your damn business well, oh, He, he would have hit oh, you if he could Alex l- l- Look l- at listen, that. listen You go around trying, And, and get make understandings here. with people And violate them you, you ambush people on the streets And that's an inappropriate form of journalism If you wish to practice that, that's fine But don't ask others to respect you for it if you want to, you you can do. You're free American, like anything you want. If you want to be uncivil and rude and ungentlemanly, that's up to you. But don't expect the rest well, of us to say, policy "Oh, well, in you're there, Mr. Gergen, I'm sorry, nobody says policy in there. We try to be gentlemen, and obviously, you don't belong there.
2: Weaving spiders come out here. <laughs> 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 yeah, that is a three-pointer. Woo, woo. <laughs>
3: But yeah. that guy is no lightweight. He's been a presidential advisor for. For no, Carter, he's, yeah, basically, Nixon, he's basically the Reagan, yeah. Clinton, he's he's still on CNN. I don't all know the time. if it
1: was Carter. I think it was Ford, but he's he's been around the block. He's been around the block doing so. After that, you know, what else did you learn about Bohemian Grove? Well, up? there's a whole another story. So,
2: uh, we 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 get in the hotel. They want copies of it, so they have their digital camera, our digital camera. We transfer it. They check it. It's there. I we, I, I watch them check it on their little TV. So they have a film crew outside waiting on me. They mail it to World of Wonder in L.A. It comes erased. Then they get me to send them another copy that I saw had it. That one gets stolen. And then we had to mail it from somebody else's house to one of their crew members' houses. So they were intercepting our footage. This is like CIA stuff. Trying to get it to 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 the producers and stuff so they would have a copy. Obviously, I had my original, and I went off and put out my film. Uh, but... Uh, they, uh, I got I got some really serious death threats over it. I had some stuff happen, and, uh,
1: but, you, but. You want to play the John Ronson clip on what he said, because he wanted to take credit for the whole thing, I believe, right? Yes or no? I think, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, he, well, what, 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 what's sad is he does get credit for it, but he's such a liar. Uh, he's since then written pieces about me that are totally untrue. He went and created a um, history piece for NPR uh, on whatever their big Sunday show is. American Rose, whatever it is, I forget the name. And it's literally completely made up. It's like an origin story that I would beat up nerds and they nerds got me and tied me up in a barn and knocked all my teeth out. And, I, and, when, and when he was fact-checking, I said, my dad's a dentist, but I'll go to a doctor They can x-ray that none of my teeth have ever been knocked out. And he goes, well, they still want me. So he made this whole fake origin story about me. Because he wrote an article saying, I feel like I have to destroy Alex Jones because I feel like I made him because Bohemian Grove did explode. No, I made myself go in there and getting it, buddy, and you did. You were part of it, but don't... T- he said, I am enraged that I made Alex Jones because Bohemian Grove really put me on the map. I mean, I was already successful and big, but it exploded back then. And and so, yeah, I, I, one morning I get a call from Mike Hanson and he goes, because he would get up really early, he goes, he goes, John Ronson's on C-SPAN lying about us and, and all this other stuff, and... Here, he didn't go all the way. On the Brian Lamb thing, he basically took some credit but said I was like a bad guy. Then he went on Coast to Coast AM, who I was friends with, the the host. And uh, I knew what was going on, so I was tuned in. Well, I just called into the studio while he was talking to him and said, this is a lie. I have the contract right here. He made me sign a contract that they would have rights to it, but I wouldn't tell anybody about it because they needed me to air it so they could air it. So I did this thing with him, this conspiracy. It's not illegal. Yeah. To cover his ass. And then he gets up there and says, I'm bad. When he basically quarterbacked it, and then claimed he snuck in and got the footage and stuff. Well, yeah, later he went the lawyer, and the passcodes came in, but he didn't get the footage. Which, by the way, he'd sworn me to secrecy in a contract to never say he went in. Then he spins it around and says that I was taking the credit from him. Uh, years after his documentary comes out, saying I snuck in and giving me all the credit. I mean, the guy is—it's like the left doesn't know we can check what they said before. It's so annoying. And I don't even hate this guy. He is the biggest weasel. I mean, I I was glad he got me in there. I'm, I I was thankful. But then he he literally creates an NPR hour-long documentary about me that's literally not true. Other than one guy that attacked me, and, and I did body slam him or knock him over, and he was in a coma for a while. That's the only thing. But why wasn't I arrested? Because all the witnesses said he attacked me and outweighed me by 60 pounds. So, so yes, that part of the story
1: is true. That's it. I didn't get arrested but I mean it's just it's all crap so so the, the whole story behind the Bohemian Grove what, is these guys come together to do what do they do deals are they making decisions are they it's no longer as private as it once once was they're no I will longer tell you
2: I will tell you what it is and then this is I, this is where it really gets interesting. So, I don't know much about it when I sneak in. It's like, okay, you're going to pay me to sneak in and get guys worshiping an owl. Sure. Okay, I'll sneak into your camp. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wanted a free trip to Northern California. Okay, so, so again, I'm a Christian, but I'm like, okay, devils and devil worship. That's what people do in like on, on acid and trailer parks. Okay, the world, of the leader, not worshiping an owl. Okay? Yeah. Okay, this is what like, you know, cr- crazy people on meth do. This is what actual hillbillies
3: do. Yeah, well, I, mean, I just the
2: only time I've ever heard about devil worshippers is like, you know, weirdos in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And 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 so long story short, um what was the part I was gonna get to? Oh. So after I do this, I um I start with my P.O. box about a year after, we go to the P.O. box and there's this big green book, and it's the it's the uh it's the annals. So I think they only come out like every, yeah, like every four years. It's a four-year annual. I've got it somewhere around the office. It disappeared at the office, but somebody stole that thing. But the point is, it's. It, and later these things would sell for like $10,000 on, on, on uh, what's that thing, eBay. eBay. I mean, I didn't sell them, but people started selling them because the guys die and their wives and family get them. And, and, and they don't tell their kids, hey, that's a super valuable book that there's only 100 of made every year. So there's these big bound books, green books, some of them are red, some are but the point is the first one I get is green. I open it up, it's color photos of their rituals, them dressed up like women, all this you know, oh, gay wow. stuff, pictures of all the world leaders. It's like that thick. I I put it on the internet. So and the problem is InfoWars had problems and crashed the old model we had trouble putting back up. But but yeah, there it is. There's an example. Type in vintage photos, Bohemian Grove. The- and, and then once I exposed it, uh, National Geographic put out them in satanic black robes doing a human sacrifice uh, with a man and a dagger. So, so once I exposed it, the floodgates opened. And so they went ahead and put it in National Geographic. They have, they have mock sacrifices of black people. There's one right there in the lower right hand corner, lower left hand corner. Well, uh, that's a lower left hand. Um, it was. It was it, uh, uh, this one here, Alex? Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, they would do mock lynchings this? of black people. What? Man, you can't make this up, okay? Oh my God! Uh, and they would actually really kill people is is the word. And A lot of kids disappear in the area, but but that's an inner cult. So let me tell you what it we, they We're hanging somebody in the middle on the middle one. Rob,
1: go, skip through this, Rob. Yeah. We got it. Go ahead, keep saying this.
2: I'm, I'm not making any of this up. This is yeah. so insane. So all of a sudden, I show this animal on air and I scan it onto my website, Infowars. Now it's getting millions of views. And all of a sudden, about a month later, they go, "Hey, boss, another one came," and then another one, mm-hmm. and another one, and I got this stuff back to the 20s. Oh my God! So I got I got and there's smaller books of the 20s and black and white photos. This, this stuff, and it's like mock killing black children and mock killing little girls and and like there's a Reagan and Eisenhower and Nixon right there, and that was in the animal. I put that out. So this is not a, just a left. I, I scanned thing that or a on right my thing. scanner at my house. I mean, I got okay. I got that. Oh, wow. So so this is the stuff. That's one from like the the uh, 70s, uh, and so that's where all this goes down and and so then i became an expert on it and then the media would do stuff like well it doesn't exist but here it is and it's harmless you know that weird thing they do uh like sure it gives you blood clots but they're harmless so uh, cancer yeah it's connected to cancer big deal everybody gets it so remember all those articles now cancer is up but it's no big deal um but that's what i'm telling you people that's why i'm so animated when i'm hanging out with the pastor and stuff they go man you're like low energy when we're driving here and you, know, you want to go take a nap. When I start accessing all the stuff I've done in 29 years, it's, it's all just completely insane. And it, it, it all happened. I mean, I've got stories even crazier than this. And uh, now the stuff I've learned, and, and it's just, it's, it's, we're not in Kansas anymore. We were never in Kansas. Mm-hmm. And these people, so here's what it is. I learned this from their annals. And it mentioned Men in Powers, a political retrospective written by Helmut Schmidt, the German chancellor. And so I went to the library, found the book. Uh, the library had to send off for it. And he says in the book, and it's in my film, shots of it. He said, "We love our rituals, our druidic sacrifices in Germany, and and, and and in other areas because we are, you know, we're druids. But my favorite place to do our druidic uh, rites is is at the uh, chapter of you know the Order of Death uh, at uh, Bohemian Grove. And so what it is is a Germanic death cult." Uh, that's part of it that then founded Skull and Bones and then Skull and Bones members learned about this. Mark Twain had set it up where they just partied and got drunk and brought in prostitutes. Um, that got shut down. It became an all-male club and by around... It was always all-male but they made the hookers stay like a camp right by it which is now hotels where the hookers stay today. Like gentlemen do. Yeah, obviously. like the men are in here but the male prostitutes get brought in. Exactly. And uh, so, so basically it's a recruiting ground and... So, and they don't just have skull and bones at Yale. They have these skull and bones at all the elite Ivy League colleges, where they go, "Hey, son, we're 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 bisexual devil worshipers, and you're and you're the firstborn son, and you're doing good at Yale. You go get in these 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 coffins. You have demons in You you have gay sex. You you get urinated on. You 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 bathe for three days and baptize in feces. And this is all. This, this is, is all. What? This is this is all in the Good Shepherd, produced by Robert De Niro, starring Matt Damon which is a true story about the fighting of the CIA out of Skull and Bones. And it shows them bathing in feces and urinating on each other. This is real. And and Charlotte Iserby's dad was in it. She released the documents to the uh, church committee hearings in the 70s, the first time they started to come out. So, so the, most of the members have been inducted into these cults. Uh, and then... They, 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 they and, and then this is just like for graduates of it, they go to this, and then they can they get to recruit somebody they like to see if they want to be part of it, and, and, and it's not all homosexual. You know, a lot of the guys are heterosexual, and there's a lot of famous bands in there. I mean, you name it, that, that, you know, that come and play, uh, and, and there's a lot of famous actors, and, and it's not just like dudes everywhere running around having sex with each other. But I mean, that's 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 the big overhang of it, and that's it. And I mean this is how they can so that's just the entrance is this is is
1: this is this a is this a way to compromise uh, well i don't know about compromise is this a way of now that we have this on you we can control you forever and we can have it from the beginning is that one method because yes and then they move on to the jeffrey epstein method you nailed it this is about compromising people okay so so if i invite you to epstein now that you've been here guess what for the rest of your life, we're gonna say you've been at this party. If we want to leak it to the uh, to the to the media, and in one way or another, you're controlled and compromised because the world can think about well, maybe if you went there as well, you did something as well. So, and this is key. What you
2: just said, I should have got this the first. This is their whole whether it's Nexium or whether it's Jeffrey Epstein or whether it's this. It's all these different feeders, basically of the same group to see what they want. Do they want women? Do they want money? Do they want men? Do they want power? And yes, they then. The elite Ivy League people put
1: their kids in it, and then they teach them how to go out and recruit other people. What a shitty way of being arrested for the rest of your life, knowing you're controlled, if that's the case. Well, imagine your dad, when you're
2: going to Yale, says, son, you're the captain of the football team. Now it's time for you to go lay in a coffin and have men have sex with you and defecate all over you. And you're like, dad,
1: I don't want to do that. I have a hard time believing that. I have a hard time believing Um, that. Robert De Niro... Made a movie about it, and it's
2: in the annals. People broke in there. It was they've got all, all these. I have dead- a
1: hard time. A father telling his boy, "You're going to go be a captain, and they're going to have sex with men." But for the rest of your, I, I well, I mean, it's their buddies get them into it, and but but the, but the parents are the ones that send them to this. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe a. Pair, a father has done that who's psycholo- psychologically off, but I, I don't see that as well. A- listen, they admit the, the the ritual there is days laying in a
2: coffin, wanting entities to enter you and to get a new personality, and they get urinated on, and they swim in vats of feces.
1: Well, urinated on, there's there's a no.
2: no uh, type in type in uh, uh, satanic. Uh, 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 skull and bones ritual scene the good shepherd i, I mean this is robert de niro produced a yeah, movie that's a movie though that's- uh, but i'm telling but uh, listen charlotte iserby's dad was in it she got the annals of it and leaked it to the senate this this stuff
1: came out in the u.s okay. senate all right so that's that's one story we can leave it at that i we- know it sounds over the top believe yeah. me no you listen there's listen a- i didn't believe it when they said they worship an owl yeah no to me to me there is worshiping an owl is strange for sure but people have worship a lot of weirder things you know if it's a 48 foot owl or whatever it is the the worshiping of weird things has been around since biblical times it's nothing new that uh, people do you know there should be no other god i mean there's this isn't anything new that happens but for a father to say that to his son that's a little weird the part about trying to control you for the rest of your life because they know if you're going to yale or harvard you're going to be one of these fraternities, and skull and bones, they know you're probably going to be somebody, right? John Kerry is Yale. You no, got exactly. Bush. He's skull and bones. Yes, he's skull and bones. So they know this dude's probably going to be somebody. He's from the right family. Let's get them from now so we can control them forever. I can believe a part no, no, of that. No, no, That's
2: it. That's why we have the Harvard yeah. and Yale Mafia. Yeah. I mean, look at the, that's That's the what, what I'm telling you is. And when I said it's technically wrong, I'm just talking fast. It's like the parents send their kids there to be recruited into this. I don't think the dad says, you're going to go do this. The, 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 the dad is pushing them into this to see if they'll go along with uh, it. Listen. Because, because you, you've got to debase yourself, you've got to prove you're going to do this stuff. You've heard fraternities when well, you'd have sex with a goat. Well, it's all about debasing yourself. Yeah. So, And that's what happens at Skull and Bones. I mean, the, yeah. again, Robert De Niro, I mean, Robert De Niro, respected guy, he produced a movie about the history of the CIA being founded at Skull and Bones and used the Senate annals and what came out in Anthony Sutton to make the movie. Guys, what you want to talk about is the good shepherd... Uh, uh, ritual
1: scene into in, in like YouTube. We can't play, but, but I, I understand what you're saying from the no. movie set. So let, let's uh, let's. Can I, let's, can I, can I t- take a two minute break? Yeah, of course. And by the way, folks, you can
2: find all this at Infowars.com, and I need your support. We have signed and unsigned copies of The Great Reset and the War for the World at Infowarsstore.com, and I thank you for letting me do
1: that. Alex, if you want to you, you use the restroom, or yes, you want Okay, use the restroom, come back. We're going to transition into the uh, uh, Russia story, which, by the way, I don't they're know they're if advancing. you guys are following the story or not. They're advancing. On the cover of CNN. On the cover of Wall Street Journal, on the cover of every website you go on, the main story right now, Rob, if you want to pull this up, we'll tee this off before he comes in. The main story everybody's talking about right now is what just happened with Russia. Okay, Russia and Wagner Group. Russia's Putin orders military to crush Wagner Group. Grab calls it treason. Now, here's a few things you need to know about what this is. Number one, the guy behind... Wagner Group is a guy named I want to pronounce this correctly, Yevgeny Prigozhin. Okay, Prigozhin—that's his name, Yevgeny Prigozhin. He's a billionaire. It's like the black water of Russia, and this guy's called his man to oust the country's military leadership. Meaning, he's going directly against Putin's military. So we got to oust the military leadership, and he claims the war on Ukraine was based on false pretense is they have roughly 25,000 soldiers, okay? These are a lot of uh, former ex-Navy SEALs. You know, these are guys that are, you know— Mercenaries. Yeah, these these are not regular types of— These are people that believe in the cause of what's happening. They're not doing their job because they have to do their job. They're doing their job because they believe in what Yevgeny is talking about. Sometimes people like this are true believers. You know, 10 soldiers that are true believers going against 100 that are just doing their jobs— Sometimes a ten has an edge over the other hundred because they believe exactly in what they're doing. So, Robin Hood. <laughs> exactly. So Putin responded. The actions of Wagner Group are seen as treason. There's a warrant out for him right now. Uh, they got bombed. Uh, I think he claims they got bombed. Uh, uh, their unit got bombed. They're bombing some, you know, gas, pla- you know, different kind of places that they're taking out. Putin is telling them to get this guy here. This guy being a billionaire, you know. The- there's a lot of stuff that's going on right now in Russia. Do you have one the clips Rob to show on what's going on there? I think there's a uh, 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 whether it's Putin giving a speech or him giving a speech uh, or the explosion. You know, I think one of the videos, uh, 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 Vinny, you may have given to him. Yeah,
4: see, because like, they're advancing right now towards. They're saying like they're going towards Moscow right now. Like yeah, he's they- he's advancing through the streets and there's a bunch of vehicles blown up and they're on to the side. And he's actually advancing there right now. What's
1: this here, Rob? Lord of Music, just so we don't have to. Is there any other thing to? So this is what this is them pulling up to who? Well, they took over a city called Rostov, right? And now they're basically marching towards
3: Moscow. Twenty-five thousand soldiers. A lot of them actually recruited from prisons. And penal camps. And they're, they're, they're basically saying that this is the most serious threat internally in Russia uh, since Essentially Putin a civil took war. over since A civil war in yeah. a country
2: that has twice the nuclear weapons we have.
4: And it's happening right now.
1: So, uh, Alex, what are your thoughts on what's going on right now in Russia? Obviously, it's a breaking story. It's all over the place. On cover of every website, this is all they're talking about. What do you know about the story?
2: A- a- absolutely. I'm glad we just spent an hour and a half on me. But I was like, let's not talk about me because this, I mean... What I really do study is geopolitics. Of course, you're a special ops guy. I know your history. You're super smart. I watch your show all the time. You know what you're talking about. So I really look forward to me shutting up here and hearing what you have to say. Because I'll be honest with people. I didn't talk about the submarine till Friday because I wanted to see all the pieces. And they lied to us about that. They knew it blew up on Sunday. They used it as a distraction, bare minimum. And I'm sorry for the dead. Um, and But on this subject, um, last night we're driving in here. And I'm seeing this news, and I'm thinking, this is so dangerous, this can't be real. And we were out to dinner late, and I saw it last night that it looked like it was real, but I just couldn't fathom it. So I spent a lot of time this morning researching this. This is obviously very fast-moving, but let me just tell listeners and viewers, and I think you'll probably agree with me, and any other mainline military analyst would, this is the most dangerous development in modern history with with nuclear weapons, okay? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Russia has tactical nukes and intermediate-range and long-range weapons all over Western Russia. Their submarines are off our coast. Uh, if you know Russian history, if a leader fails a war, they always kill them. Um, Putin is a soft-liner compared to the hardliners uh, that are trying to take control. And uh, the I don't know who's working with NATO. I don't know if it is—how do you pronounce his name? I have trouble— um, Yevgeny? Yes. What's his? How do you say his last name? I was always butcher it. Um, the point is, is that I'm having one of those moments. Pergosian, this guy. Per- Pergovich. Yes, yes. Pergovich from Santa, right? Pergovich. I have trouble with the Russian. And
1: Pergosian.
6: Pergosian.
2: Pergosian. Pergosian. See, even though I say I'm a Russian agent, I don't know anything about it. But anyways, <laughs> Pergosian. I'm trying to draw the data up right now. Per-Govitch. uh is is obviously one of these billionaire oligarchs that, that runs these catering companies. And he does a lot of psyops with Putin. Is reportedly Putin's best buddy. Uh, and He's a former prisoner and, and all the rest of it. And He's he ha- a former friend of Putin. Well, well, well the, Putin's now saying he wants to arrest him. Yes. Well, you guys have all the latest developments. What I'm saying is this. We know that NATO has back channels with the Russian Central Command. And they're both working to not have a nuclear war behind the scenes. So the question is, is it the Russian... Here's the different scenarios. I want to hear your take on it. Is the Russian military... Working with the West is Pergogian working with the West that heads up the Wagner Group, or are n- neither of those sides really working with NATO? And this is really an internal uh, power struggle. And then the other question is: Will will NATO back one of the two? Uh, and then separately, uh, is this really the Russian military that just bombed Pergogian and his troops? They're going to act like Pergogian launches this attack, and then they're really going to kill Putin. And then say it was Pergogin. Um, this is this is this is serious cloak and dagger, fog of war. I don't think Putin really knows what's going on, uh, because that's how Russia operates. It's total. Once the everybody works in unison until the knives come out. And right now they're about all these different factions. All this stuff's going on. And the last time they moved the chairs around in, in 1999, uh, when Boris Yeltsin disappeared, you know we got we got Putin. Uh, so, I don't think we know. What we do know is th- Russia is now under martial law, and uh, Moscow is under martial law, and what, twenty five thirty thousand 30,000 battle hardened ex convict survivors of the 60,000, half of them died that were sent to uh, Ukraine, who are credited with winning most of the battles, uh, because Brugogin says that the Central Command is working with the West and losing on purpose. Uh, and that uh, they're trying to you know undermine things to take out Putin and he says Putin needs to believe him uh, now they say he's trying to come kill Putin so Putin we haven't seen him say this but uh, we've seen him in text say it that that that, that he's going to get Pergogin. Uh and so I don't think we know at this point this this is unbelievably riveting uh, this just gives me unlimited adrenaline I mean I'll guarantee you I'm going to be scanning and reading and and on and, and up I'm gonna go do an emergency broadcast today from 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 uh, uh, the pastor's place i've been here working the whole time uh, but i just absolutely have to do this i'm glad we're here covering it uh, and, I, and now i'd like to hear all the latest developments
3: from you guys well, and then see what you think alex is this one of those things where you know they say that the enemy of my of my enemy is my friend because this guy pergosian uh, the united states has issued an arrest warrant for him in 2018 this is, has to do with something something to do after the twenty sixteen election. I, I mean, what, we can go there. Yeah. But he's no friend of the states. They have an arrest warrant for him. So I know that you kind of alluded like what's NATO's involvement here? What's going on here? Is this an internal struggle? You're absolutely right. There's, yeah, definitely, he, he there's, up the internet there's more questions than answers right but, now. But, but the average, is average
4: American is gonna be like, oh, he's gonna Putin, go get him. People Americans that don't know anything are gonna be cheering for this guy. To, to, and, to get the, Putin out. There's no idea is, what the hell they're talking you know, you
2: about. Just, you just brought it to the key. Yep. And, and, and that's why I had to brainstorm first. There's so many pieces, and then I come up with my answer. The bottom line is, Putin is a middle-of-the-road guy compared to the hardliners. Pergogin wants martial law and nuclear war with the West. He's completely psychotic. Yeah. I've watched his videos where he says it, and he's fearless, too. He's out there on the front lines for like a year and a half. The guy's a maniac. And so, I mean, Patrick, what do you think? I mean, the bottom line is... The bottom line is, oh, yeah, exactly, let's cheer, get rid of Putin. Yeah. Then there'll be a whole new power struggle and you'll get a much more radical Russia. What do you guys? And that's why Soros and the West were crazy nine years ago to overthrow the Ukrainian government and then run these ops against the Russians to get them to come in. Make
3: no mistake, I'm not for the Russians either, but the West started this. You're basically saying, be careful what you wish for. You want Putin out of there? Who's next in line? Yep. Absolutely. And for everybody that was like Rush,
4: Trump and Russia and all the Russia, none of this would have been happening if Trump was in. So you're, you're, good, congratulations
3: and, and, and for voting for Biden, because this is what you get. Alex, you're saying that this guy is even more hardline, anti-West, anti-NATO than Putin? Pergogin is is five times worse than Putin. Really? How do you know that? Like, What, what kind of research I mean, I have, have you done on I have trouble pronouncing here? his name, but I've been studying him for
2: 20 years. I knew who this guy was 20 years ago. I mean, no, I've been, I've, I mean, I've watched. I mean, he's, he's always been there. He's been Putin's right-hand man since he was president before that. I mean, they came up together in St.
3: Petersburg. Uh, and, uh, what can you tell us about the, the essence of the Wagner group? He heads this, but what's the whole purpose of these guys? Well, let's, let's do this first.
2: And then that, because I, there's a key point I want to make here or give me a pen; I'll write it. I don't remember to do it, but if, if, if I don't, I'll forget. Let me answer your question. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Um, what is the Wagner group? I'll do that. And that's then I'll back do, back. um, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. It was key. Sorry. Um, Thanks. that's how my brain works. Pergogin, you're asking what the Wagner group does. Yes. Okay, it was uh, started uh, 20 years ago by Putin, roughly, uh, as his own private mercenary army to kill people he wanted killed inside Russia uh, with plausible deniability and then to kill people around the world and to go uh, take over with mercenary forces uh, in the third world, just like China and the U.S. does and take resources. So they go around and pillage uh, and they uh, also
3: uh, assassinate people for Putin. And apparently, they're currently in the, all over North Africa, the Middle East, Syria. They they were the ones that helped invade Crimea, and they're all over Ukraine right now. They're all over Ukraine, and they've been one of the most effective forces. And
2: Pergogin has been saying in the last year and a half since it started. I know the weapon systems, and he's proven he's a good military commander. And I've got military guys. You know, he got out of prison. That's like most force. You military, you're out. And a lot of these are you know former special forces guys, some of the best Russian military they've got. And they're all saying the military is losing on purpose. We think they made a deal with the West and they're going to take out Putin. He's been saying that for a year. Uh, and, 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 and so that's why I think they may have tried to kill Putin and blame Prigozhin. Because how does he think with 25,000 troops, if he can't take Ukraine and he's only taken in some cities, how is he going to go take on the Russians that have got 10 times the force?
1: Rob, can you do me a favor? Just pull up the WSG, WSJ story and let's just read the whole thing. So... What, what is Wall Street Journal that just came out? They're fairly reasonable and in the middle. What's Wall Street Journal saying? Let's just read this. So, President Putin said Saturday he ordered military to act against the uh, uh, Wagner uh, Parliamentary Group that seized the Russian stomach. You've got that. As Wagner columns uh, moved uh, towards Moscow Saturday, they were attacked by Russian aircraft in the Voronezh re- region, some 300 miles south of the capital. Videos from the area showed the city main fuel depot ablaze, a, uh, a K-52 helicopter destroying a vehicle and another helicopter narrowing the escape in a Wagner anti-craft missile. A Russian plane was also shot down. Okay. The crisis unfolding in Russia represents the most serious challenge to Putin's 23-year 20 year rule, a direct consequence of the strains put on Russia's society and armed forces by the war that he unleashed against Ukraine in February of last year. If the Wagner group... Uh, insurrection isn't put down swiftly, the strife could significantly undermine Russia's frontline troops in Ukraine, just as Kiev carries out a Western back offensive to crime occupied lands. The uprising was already emerging Russia society challenges, Putin's strategy wagon, a long war against Ukraine. Okay, so that's not saying anything. You well know group- is
2: saying Purgogin is saying we're we we've withdrawn because our our half our troops died to uh, you know, the western edge of Russia. They began to bomb us this morning. We are not advancing. This is a lie. And see, notice the footage. They say they have is of fuel depots and and their bases getting blown up. So the military sees them as a threat, and is taking them out. But here's the larger question that was going to. Please continue. But I want your take on this. Notice the timing of this. What happened in the last two months? The Ukrainians launched their counteroffensive two months ago, not two weeks ago, in probes. Then they launched their main attack, and not hundreds, but, but ten, like 400 or 500. I've watched the videos. I spent days searching, and it's not duplicates. The Russians, it takes three times the troops and armor to take a position, and you know this from the military, yep. than it does to, 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 to uh, defend it. So the Russians got torn up going in, but now the Ukrainians have got to go into their defenses. Yep. And so- it got destroyed. And I've confirmed this from sources of the military, not just what was in the news. And even CNN admits okay, the offensive got destroyed. Most of the equipment got destroyed, uh, like half of it. They've still got half the stuff the West sent. They're sending more, but they don't have troops to operate it because you got to train them. And so the Russians just destroyed this counteroffensive. Mm-hmm. Then magically, it kicks into gear for a coup against Putin. That's the next phase. If they can't drive them out and have that victory, then next we get Putin. And, and and so, again, is the high command working with the West to get rid of Pergogin and Putin and set up their new Russia system, maybe with the West, maybe not? We don't know which group this is. The timing of that fits with the West, with the Russian system cutting off Pergogin and Putin, because these guys are best friends. Now, I'm not saying that's what's happening, but you know Putin isn't sure. And, and so right now he's like, okay, we're going to get Pergogin, but I think Putin's main issue is going to be his own military and his own system, or maybe he's killing his best friend and does seem as a threat. We don't know. But the Russian uh, defense just annihilated the Ukrainians in the last two months. So why is this coming now? The West would normally go to this next, but this isn't overthrowing Saddam by buying off his generals. This is Russia, and this is dangerous as hell.
4: And, and, and this is the same week, too, that we accidentally sent them, what, $6.2 billion? The Pentagon was like, absolutely, whoops, we sent uh, yeah. Ukraine, yeah. all this. Who $200 billion's
2: billion's really been
1: sent over the last couple of
2: years. And guaranteed, half of that's coming right back to the globalists,
1: right back to the big guy. 100%. 100%. So here, here's, obviously, it's too early to tell what's really going on. But if you think about it, those who are for Ukraine, this is a beautiful thing. Because what happens when it's shown that the country is divided? That's an easy, easy way to come in and capitalize off of this. This is horrible
2: so, for Russia. This is oh, horrible yeah. for Russia. It's absolutely and, and, and horrible And now the Ukrainians, Russia. you know, are going to launch the next counteroffensive because they only yeah. use half their force. Yeah.
4: Now the Russians don't know what the hell's the, going on. The Russians are going to have to withdraw some of the troops from Ukraine to go fight this to fight in Russia. Exactly. So then who do you think is really behind this? I, it's The
2: West has the motive, has the timing. Ha- I'm not saying it's that, it I, now, but now we have 60%. It's, it's like a computer. 60% of the evidence with the motive, the timing, the history, the background, how the West operates says it's the West. And as we get more data... I'm not going to like sit there and just get data that I want to agree with. If I get more data showing that this is what's really happening, and Prigozhin tried this and it's crazy, that's a classic Russian power play. Then I'll go back to well, now it's a 60 chance that it's as we're being told. But I'm just keep taking data, and usually, as I take that data, then as it gets closer, it's almost always the analysis I had,
1: and that's how real intel stuff happens. So, so what is the difference? I mean, this you were saying happened to Yeltsin, and now you know they're on track for doing it with him as well. 23 years. He's been running it, right? We're talking about since 2000, it's been Putin running and,
2: it. And he does look sick. He he probably has thyroid cancer.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, Do you think, so when you're saying this could be, you know, catastrophic, et cetera, et cetera, from the nuclear standpoint.
2: The, the, the bottom line, this is this is super destabilization with the number one nuclear power in a war zone. This is just on a scale of one to 10, this is like
1: a 9.8. I mean, th- this be, is like. Because why? Because Why?
2: Because they've got
1: because, because if he retaliates, because if Putin's like I'm sick of it and I'm going to retaliate at or Ukraine th- or wh- why o- all is of this- it exactly,
2: they have a Rand Corporation threat ladder that's got 43 stages. <coughs> Pull up Rand Corporation, 43 stages of escalation, and and this is came up with this in the 60s and it still followed globally as doctrine. The Russians adopted this as well, and it's the stages of escalation. Uh, so it's it's the stages of military escalation. there it is uh and 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 so one of the reports they're always updating it we're already at like stage 29 well when you get up you know in any much more it's nuclear war it's tactical then it's and it goes through what both sides do and you've got a dictator a strong man all this with nuclear weapons all these forces battling him all this craziness What if Putin falls? What if the whole thing disintegrates? Then where do all the nukes go? Or what's Ukraine going to do? And then other power groups, uh, Poland's been talking about grabbing part of Ukraine that was always part of them. I mean, it's just like World War II. Once this stuff starts, it just gets out of control.
1: The the only difference is like for for people that hear that and sometimes they get, you know, panic, oh my God, is this going to lead to World War III? The, The difference from my understanding, the difference between the access Putin has to nuclear bombs versus the way we have it. He can't just press a button and approve it. There's got to be multiple layers of approval that he has versus the way we have it, right? Um, is so, that package? I mean, no, he's in total is. control. He's no, in no, no. Control. That's not how it works. Okay. If, if you can pull up the nuclear protocol oh. for Russia, it's a it, there is a different layer of approval okay. for him to choose to okay. do something like that. Look, let's face it. From from, In the last hundred years, how many times has a nuclear bomb been dropped? No. Gosh. Okay. Yeah. So, Hiroshima, Nagasaki.
3: Yeah. But but if a guy, Pat, with with dirty
4: bombs and like little suitcase bombs, and for a guy that is dying, and and a guy that's dying is pretty much, it looks like he's good. They're attacking the capital, they're about to take him over. Why not just be like, you know what? If I'm going down, I'm going down with Well, here's
2: the deal. Why do you think he just
0: gave nukes to Belarus? That's his backup. Oh, wow. Rob, is that it? says here, following the American pattern, the unlock and launch authorization codes held by the general staff at their command centers can be sent directly to individual weapons commanders who would execute the launch procedures. The crews on board docked submarines have demonstrated the ability to fire while surfaced at pier side within nine to 15 minutes after receiving the order. The other alternative, the general staff could direct Uh, could direct missile launches directly from command centers in the Moscow vicinity or alternative facilities uh, throughout the country. But it doesn't say that Putin could directly launch it himself.
1: The the way they have it is, which I I think that's the right way to do it. I I don't think a nuclear call should be. I think it's dangerous that Biden has that crazy man that doesn't know who he is, could, like, just say, launch the weapon. I, I, th- I think we all know he doesn't have that. I think, you know, I don't even know if his button works. The other day he was putting his hand on his chest on on the international. In app. Ant- well, Ant- well, Ant-
4: well, Pat, work, working uh, – I was at a, I was a flight security controller at Malmstrom Air Force Base, Montana, at a nuclear missile base. The There's two uh, – to launch a, a nuclear weapon. Yeah. There's so many stages, Pat, and then it goes down to the missileers who have to get authenticated. No, because oh, let, me you, let, me t- let
1: me tell you what would happen if they uh-huh. did a nuclear it, would be, it wouldn't be what happened with Japan. It would be so many people involved. Oh, it would be back and forth. The yeah. economy drops 50%. You know The market drops. So <laughs> oh, it's over. Too many people are involved to not allow this from happening. Well, that's right. So if a
2: tactical weapon even gets used, the market drops 50%. Yeah. That, that's what the analysts believe. Yeah. But the point is, I'm not trying to be gloom and doom. I'm just saying Russia... With the biggest nuclear arsenal in a civil war with a major war on its border, we've got a crazy president. I'm just saying, I see all these pieces. People better be concerned.
1: No, no. I mean, and th- by the way, there's some rumors right now on Twitter talking about the fact that, you know, Putin's left Moscow. I don't know if you saw that or not. Putin no, left- no, he did leave, yeah. Yeah, Putin left Moscow. Where
3: did he head to? He's got an armored train. They're not sure if the train left. Alex, you know what would be interesting right now? How closely do you follow the doomsday clock? Very closely. It's it's like 18 minutes to it. Okay. I'd like
2: to see where that's at right now. It should have gone up. I think it was 18 minutes to last time I checked. That's the Inter- T- International Atomic Energy uh, Atomic Scientists Group. Right. How often do you, do you check this? I check it. I mean, it's usually in the news when it goes up, so I see it. <laughs>
3: You're like, watch. This is my watch right here.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it was 18 minutes to before. Uh, let's see where it's at now. It is 100 seconds to midnight. Apparently. Oh my gosh! So I've never. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> they just changed it, and I, I, I agree with that because it was 18 minutes. They moved it from like 20 minutes to 18, and now it's now it's a minute and a
3: half or less. <laughs> oh what could the average person do to even <laughs> explain, move that. explain to the average person yeah, what this ahead. means?
1: From 18 from 20 minutes to 18 minutes to 100 seconds to midnight.
3: And back up to where it was in 1980, 1990. So just give some context, right? I mean, He'll have some images. Yeah.
1: Two minutes to midnight. So, seven basically, minutes to
3: midnight. The, the, the clock is getting closer and closer and yeah. closer, minutes, and closer. Go to high midnight. midnight means well. It the moves world up, is up and down. down. Like,
2: go to nineteen, go to the early nineteen sixties Cuban Missile Crisis.
1: That was like they said was the worst.
2: Uh, two minutes,
1: three minutes, twelve minutes. So two minutes. So three minutes to midnight is nineteen forty nine. Two minutes to midnight is nineteen fifty three. Uh, does it go any further back or no, Rob? That's it. Okay, keep going up. Let's just say this go to— It started right
3: after World War Two.
1: Go Keep going up. Keep going up. So we got 7 minutes, 4 minutes, 3 minutes, 6 minutes, 9 minutes, 14 minutes, 7 minutes, 10 minutes, 7 minutes, 5 minutes, 6 minutes, 5 minutes, 2 minutes, 2 minutes, 3 minutes, 3 minutes, three minutes keep going, 2 minutes. 100 seconds was 2020. 100 seconds, 2021. It's still the same thing. 100 seconds, 2022. So during COVID, and and does it have it for today— during COVID, and now it's 100 seconds, it's not changed. Okay.
2: I think that's some kind of article. There's an actual clock in a press release. The point is, that's their feeling on it. I, I, I would just say this moves the clock towards it.
1: Has yeah. Doom's clock moved? Check hmm. to see, Rob, if the Doom's, that is scary, Dooms day.
2: Well, well, let me ask you guys this question. Um If they get rid of Putin and they put a less hardline guy in, will that embolden the warmongers in D.C. to launch more crap? Because they want to go to war with China. And I don't like China, and I don't like Xi Jinping. Uh, I don't just like the Chinese people. But, I mean, I hate the communist Chinese, Chinese, what they do, and everything. But, I mean, they're really trying to sell a war now with China. This is getting nuts. And if, they are, if they're able to defeat Russia by overthrowing Putin with, with a bunch of intelligence operations, I mean,
1: this is just going to make them more hungry. Well, Quick. let's see what happens here. I, w- I want to transition into what happened yesterday with Karina. Uh, Karina here, If you want to play this clip, because this clip was, you know, not a, not a good day because nobody was giving up. Typically it would be, you know, somebody that will come and maybe they'll do it one time and everybody else will change because it's getting a little bit too uncomfortable. This is probably the most uncomfortable I've seen her maybe ever. Okay, if you want to play this yeah, clip, she go looks ahead, like she's what, What's the reference, yeah. Pat?
4: Pat? This is. That's not something I want to see her, her do. So. They're asking her yeah. uh, uh, about uh, Hunter's uh, text about a uh, uh, Chinese businessman going, yes. my father is right here with me. You better send this. You better do this. And uh, this is the – Kirby just walked off before this, but uh, this is her Oh, so Do you
1: have the Kirby clip to show before we go yeah. to this one? I'll get the Kirby clip after this one. Yeah, okay, yeah. so go ahead and play this one here. Watch this.
6: And Secondly, um, the president invited his son Hunter to the state dinner last night. Um, I'm wondering if you could take us into the thinking and decision making of why uh, the president decided to invite. I,
7: I'm just not going to get into family discussion, personal family discussion. As you know, Hunter is his son. I'm just not going to get I'm into it. If,
6: if Hunter Biden wasn't the president's son, would he have invited someone who had just reached a plea agreement with federal prosecutors Well, a, co-
7: a, a couple list? of things. Again, not that's his work. son it's a he's a family member it is not uncommon for family members to attend uh, events at the white house you could look at past presidents i'm sure you have so that is not uncommon uh, as it relates to anything uh uh related to uh, to hunter
0: i've seeing the new video hunter?
1: from here yeah yeah we'll play that can next. i follow up on Sorry. that can can
7: for call, i just called in somebody go ahead yeah so but i mean so
0: curly wouldn't answer james's question though are you going to answer the question not a reasonable question to ask for the president of the united states who's involved These are not Fox, this, Fox. shocked that they're asking in some sort of coercive conversation for business dealing by a son. Is that something, if you want, it maybe yep. you should tell us. So here's that. the thing. I, I like appreciate to the
7: question. I believe my Big colleague Mike, uh, at the White House yep. Council uh, he has answered this question already, has dealt with this, has uh, uh, made it very clear. I just don't have anything to share outside of my, what my colleagues have shared. American people uh, and so know. I would refer you to him and the, D- and the DOJ. Another question not coming a comment from what? here. What I can tell you is I know that my colleague has dealt with this, he he uh, addressed this at the White House Council, I just don't have anything else to share. In I just answered question. About She's about She's the question, I just answered the question, Steven, Steven, I just answered the question, I just said, I just. it's not up to you how I answer the question, I just answered the question by telling you my colleagues at the White House Council has dealt with this and I would refer you to Another one coming.
5: Can you
1: just remind
7: us what your colleague said? from the White House Council, so we have it. I would, you I, would, I would refer you to them, and they will share their statement with you all. My of
6: question you. is is about your statements else? from that podium. You've stated wow. that the President stands so by his story. comment from the 2020 campaign that he never once discussed his son's overseas business dealings with his son. And you stood at that podium yeah. and you reaffirmed that. Do you stand by your reaffirmation? I, what or? I
7: will say is nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. And I will leave it there. Anything else, I will refer you to the White House counsel. So they're asking the right look, questions. Go,
1: Wait, keep I going. I just
7: answered the question. You, asked, you just asked me, do, what a does bad my statement look. change? Whole, I just told you nothing no has changed. No wonder we trust the, the White House.
1: Another
4: one coming. Go ahead. The go ahead, Stephen. Stephen.
7: I'm calling on your colleague right now. Yo, thank you. Thank
4: for you. Your... To, to follow up on my colleague, <laughs> is there anything <laughs> that
7: you can say with regard to no the text they won't stop. message and what the president's
1: son was alleging? Was the president there or not?
7: I would refer you to my colleague. Yeah, Zero. They no have credibility. And I refer you to them. But that's like Have Neil deGrasse Tyson. Have you spoken Tyson.
6: to the president about this? Have you asked him? You know, why this, this is, there with his they won't debate. They can't debate.
7: This, this is horrible. You know, had with the Again, I will okay, pause it for it a
1: second, head. and I, I want to finish this. Let me, this to is is Let me tell you why this is horrible. Let me tell you why this is horrible. Here's why it's horrible. Because, okay, flip it into so what, well, the same thing happened with Kellyanne, you know, McEnany or et cetera, et cetera. No, the difference is that was, this is liberals Republicans, left, right, every single outlet wants to know the same exact thing. And she keeps she keeps giving the same answer. matter of fact, finish it up real quick. I okay, want to watch so the whole it's thing. almost done. And then go to Kirby right after that. Go ahead. And then we'll go to the Hunter clip. House counsel. Do you plan
6: to have that conversation no. with the president? No. Did the president speak with the attorney general at all? I can't,
7: I can't. I can't. I cannot say uh, if the President uh, had had a conversation with the Attorney General last night. What I can refer you to is the White House Counsel's Office as it relates to the uh, allegations. Uh, They've already addressed this. This is something for them to deal with. I refer you to the Department of Justice on anything else if you don't want to speak to the White House Counsel's Office.
6: And there was reporting earlier in the week that after the plea agreement was reached by Hunter Biden. That the president felt relieved that that part of it was behind him. Is that true? Can you? I can't to speak to mind that. I cannot
7: can't
1: speak, speak to the. President. Go, now go to, again, Kirby, now go to Kirby. Now go to Kirby, and then we'll watch the. Yeah. What go to Kirby. Pathetic loser. Yeah. Watch this year.
4: Look how smug. He I is. hate this yeah. guy. I would punch him in the face if I could.
6: The House Ways and Means Committee yesterday released documents. Their authenticity nowhere challenged. Uh, that included a July 2017 WhatsApp message. sent by Hunter Biden to Henry Zhao, a Chinese Communist Party official, which stated in its entirety, and I quote, I am sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting Chairman, next to me the man and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. Oh my I am God. sitting here waiting for the call with my father, unquote. So just a couple of questions about this. First, does this not so undermine no. uh, the president's claim during the 2020 campaign and the reaffirmations of that claim by his two press secretaries since then that he never once discussed his son's overseas business dealings with him no
0: and i'm not going to comment for
4: a yeah comment. of course you're not cuz you're a snake a, not, james
0: james let me just let me save you some let me save let me say let, let, let me save you some breath if you're going to ask about this, I am not addressing – I don't. I know you do more than I'd like you to have. I am not going to address this issue from this podium. I'm it's just like not okay, can't do yeah. that. It's-
7: I'm not going to
0: do it. it, it yeah, look, get Thank the you. hell out of there, you rat. Thanks, guys. Here. Have
4: a good. I mean, look a- at her. look at her. She's disgusted. No, she because knows she's asking next. Quick. <laughs> she knows she's next. She's like okay, yeah, I'm, I'm next. Guys, next. Guys, guys,
2: guys, While Russia's collapsing, this is the collapse. But but think about this. In fact, it's never got a lot of traction. When the Hunter Biden thing came out like three years ago, right before the election, we we played the audio. You can find this where you can type in Hunter Biden talks about his Chinese spy handler. He's like, Dad, I haven't talked in three months to so the head of Chinese intelligence. He's worth $25 million. He's given us millions. I think they may have gotten him. We're not in control of the Chinese communists. They're, huh, what are we going to do, Daddy? I mean, there's audio of him. He saved audio messages he sent his dad. And this got, like, no
4: attention at the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, you can pull these up. So, so there's audio of stuff like this. Do you know what CNN did yesterday, too? You know CNN? Because they have to spin it, right, Pat? They said, oh, what are the dates? Hunter was on crack cocaine. You can't blame him. for. He probably made that up because he was on wow. crack cocaine. CNN. How appropriate! How appro- like, what was the a recent
1: ideas? video that's come up uh, for Hunter? What's what's the most recent thing that came up? He about He was flipping
4: him? out yesterday about ten percent for the big guy. He was the bag man for his dad. Yep, and, and that's the whole point. He's uh, the most untouchable crackhead on the planet. You know that he could do crack, have videos with underage girls. Have you doing seen his dad say
2: when he was a senator? If if you're black, you get caught with cocaine, you get five years in jail. It's right there. This yeah, is, oh, you got to play this. Yo, I he's mean, a,
4: this a, is yeah, this is Mister Not Racist for all you people that voted for him. Look at him.
8: If you have a piece of crack cocaine, <laughs> no 11. bigger than this quarter that I'm holding in my hand, one quarter of one dollar. <laughs> Look at the president. We son. passed a law through the leadership of Senator Thurman and myself and others, Jeez. a law that says if you're caught with that, crack. you go to jail for five years. You get no probation. You get nothing other than five years in jail
4: unless you're my Judge son
8: doesn't have a choice under our forfeiture statutes you can the government can take everything you own <laughs> everything from your car to your house your bank wow. account not merely what they confiscate in terms of the dollars from the transaction engaging in they can take everything i don't care why they become a sociopath we have an obligation to cordon them off from the rest of society. They are in jail. Away from my mother. Away from You're my mother. Our, our family. <laughs> so I don't want to ask what made them do this. Correct. They must be taken off the street.
4: Yep. Rules for thee and not for me. Shh. He's a scumbag. Meanwhile, I he's the go
2: between with a Chinese communist. Yeah, I mean, I mean, take Swallowswell,
4: take Feinstein—they all had like Chinese. Swallowswell, well, he was dating Fangfang, Fang or what was her name? Well, these are uh, operatives in yeah. their operations. Spies, <laughs> they were dating spies, bro. It's unbelievable.
1: But but you know you know what I I gotta say credit for, guys, we're making progress because people are asking the question. Now this leads me to the next question with you, Alex, is. Okay, so uh, did you see Newsom on Hannity? Did you see how no, he I, did? I didn't. I think he did very well. I, I oh, think American Psycho, slick as hell. I think he did. <laughs> I think he did very, very well. If you're a Democrat, if you're a Democrat, Newsom was 10 times more presidential than Biden was, and it's not even close, okay? So for him to have the audacity to go to Fox's best today, which is Hannity today, not Tucker, but Fox's best today, Hannity, he goes and sits with them, and he hangs, and he pushes back with Hannity. So from your perspective, you know, you made a comment earlier about Newsom. Is this uh, uh, the reason why these guys are asking the question? Are they kind of trying to corner Biden for him to step out so Newsom can go run? Is it going to be a Newsom DeSantis, Newsom Trump? What is this going to happen here?
2: Patrick, I'm so glad you brought that up because I have this problem with not hitting the most obvious thing. You're absolutely right. That's it. They're getting ready to take out the garbage with Biden. I I think they'll probably kill him or he'll die in his sleep, or he'll have... Fall down some stairs. Fall down some stairs, or or, or be, you know, drugged, or whatever, or, or at least be in a coma very soon. And I've got very high-level sources uh, that are... they have got people dug in the Democratic Party. Roger Stone's totally dialed in. He was on my show yesterday. And he said they're crazy enough that they're thinking... This is what Democrats are saying right now, okay? Big Mike, Michelle Obama, <laughs> and, uh, and then VP Newsom or Newsom. But uh, Obama is... He's the real president right now, you know, third term elected. We have a video. Uh, uh, he He's now coming back out and saying, oh, I'm involved now. So, yeah, they're getting ready to get rid of Biden. That's the only reason those reporters are all on a leash. None of them would ever ask a question for the two and a half years. Suddenly they're all attacking. Yep. It's because they've been let off the leash because Biden was supposed to, like he said right before he uh, won the election, remember he said, well, if I don't do what I'm told, yep. I'll probably just develop some weird disease and and, and resign. Remember that quote? Yep. He said it multiple times, letting them know, hey, I'm your man. Well, they, he still, his brain was still there. Remember the deals then. But according to Roger Stone and other sources, and Roger's dead on, he he's, hangs out with, he talks to some of the high-level Democrats. Uh, Jill Biden is telling him, don't leave. She likes the power, and, is, and he's, he's told them, F off. In fact, now he's not even following Obama's orders. You think so? Oh think no! I mean, Jill? like, like, oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. Jill's in charge. <laughs> Jill's in charge because he didn't know who he is. I mean, she literally. Remember, he walked out of the White House. He said, "My butt's been wiped." <laughs> I was told by the NYPD and Secret Service a year and a half ago when he went. Remember, he kept showing up late and changing clothes like three times. Mm-hmm. That when he gets mad, when he goes in these weird, because they get him on speed and much stuff to roll him out and hope it's okay. It's not now, but when he gets mad, he he takes a big dump in his drawers. I'm serious, okay? You've got him
4: saying, my butt's been wiped. So that goes Alex, on. He he said he did say it. I've seen, well, I've seen the video.
0: I, can we fact check? Yeah, so uh, Alex claimed that he said that he would yeah. develop, Biden said that he would develop some sort of cognitive disease and resign if he didn't follow the plan. Let's see. And here's the clip. Let's see. But
5: all kidding aside, the first lady to be told me she holds them for you.
0: Yes, she does. But not
5: with, she's she, she and yeah, Kamala she's have become wonderful. friends. Yeah. But all kidding aside, it's it's a matter of, the thing, we are simpatico on our philosophy of government and simpatico on how we want to attach, approach these issues that we're facing. And so I don't have, and when we disagree, it'll be just like, so far, it's been just like when Barack and I did. It's in private. She'll say, I think we should do A, B, C, or D. And I'll say, I don't. I like A. I don't like B and C. Mm-hmm. And let's go, okay. But, and I, like I told Barack, if, if if I reach something where there's a, a fundamental disagreement we have based on a moral principle. I'll, uh, I'll 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 develop some disease and say I have to resign. Um, Bingo. We we don't have that. I'm. A, we haven't. And we discussed at <laughs> length it. length it's your face. Our views You're on your yeah, foreign. And, po-
4: and Alex, have you ever? Have Because he said this multiple well, times. But look how much he's declined in three years. Oh, that's horrible. I mean, he's
2: a little daughter, but he's that's a I mean, he has gone. Yeah, but yeah, he wasn't even yeah, there little. You know
4: when milk kind of tastes a little You're bad, right. but then later it's like cottage cheese and just you open. It, I mean, he's now a rotting carton of milk. And Alex, how many times have you heard him say the president of the United States, hey, I, I can't I gotta get out of here. They they told me I can't do this, or they told me I can't say that. No, he's, he, but, but but he
2: found that clip I forgot about. There's another one where he says, Look, I'm not, you know, if I'm not doing what they want, I'll just get a disease and resign. He said it at least twice. So there's he said it in the current context. Context like a year ago or something. So, so is this it or no? This
0: is the clip where he says the white the president talks about his butt being God. wiped. Go ahead. What? Must it be a reconciliation?
4: What what? what? My a butt's been wiped. A
0: pathway
5: for <laughs> <laughs> there, there needs to be a pathway for citizenship. No, it's not fake. It's we got it on Fox. Can we can show? We show like,
4: you nailed this. You hey, were talking uh, about Obama. Actually, say guys. I don't want to get distracted. I don't want to get the guys. Let me just ask the question. Here's the
1: question. The question is. Newsom, DeSantis, Newsom, Trump, Biden, Trump. What's going to end up happening?
2: Well, I mean, Trump was uh, five, six points ahead of Biden until he got indicted, and and now he's like 15 to 20 in scientific polls. It's a spectrum. Um, He's in in, in a bunch of national polls of Republican voters, he is 57 on the low to 72 points ahead. I mean, the whole field, Chris Christie, all of them, uh, uh, your governor here, DeSantis, they are getting 30, 35 points. Them, and then Trump gets all the rest so and the more they indict him like I remember when they indicted him again a few weeks ago they go well the the New, the New York indictment of Alvin Bragg that made him go up but this time people are going to turn on him no he went up like 5-10 more points after that so I guess if they indict him like 18 more times he'll have like 99% with the Republicans I mean people know that they're, they're telling him like like you know, you got a dog. It's a sweet dog. But even if it's a Labrador retriever, you start trying to take something away from it, It's going to tug a war with you. And they're telling you, you can't have Trump. You can't have Trump. And it's just the more they do it, the people are getting madder and madder. Like, I want this. I want this. And uh, it's just insane. So it's the unstoppable object. Unmovable object. Unmovable object comes into contact with the unstoppable force. And it just explodes. And so, I mean, they intend to indict him on January 6th for the electors. They're, they're trying to cook it up. This is a 20-page article three days ago in Washington Post that I commanded the attack on the Capitol with Trump. <laughs> completely insane. Uh, didn't even talk to Trump for like a year before that. Uh, tried to stop people going to the Capitol when I got there. We had a whole stage booked with the booked with uh, the uh, Capitol Police and everything for him on the northeast corner. I and, saw- we, and we get there, there's no police, no one. They just left us high and drive and set us up. Now they have congressional reports that... Uh, DC police were the ones dressed up, breaking in, and then getting the idiots to go in behind them. I mean, congressmen have said that. Congressman has seen. They're now releasing the footage of the DC.
1: The Are they going to succeed? Are they going to succeed to prevent him from running? I mean, they're
2: succeeding in a civil war in, right now in Russia. I mean, yeah, the globalists hijacked the most powerful country in the world with all our ingenuity and all our money and all our power, and the world's in deep trouble. Um, and again it's not like i'm saying china or russia are good either it's just it's, it's just a monstrous situation and if people don't get serious and get out of their comfort zones uh yeah i think they'll i mean i think they're going to demonize him and to him and to him and die to him and him and then i i think they'll blow his airplane up i, I really at a gut level believe they're going to kill trump who's this trump uh, i mean i mean i believe the deep state establishment will murder him i mean i believe he's going to steadfast go through all this you know, he'll be He'll be thirty points ahead in the primaries. Nothing's going to stop him. And then they just—you uh, know—he dies of a heart attack, or they poison him, or they blow his airplane up. And I think—and and Trump, by the way, has talked to Roger and others and said, "I'm ready to die. I'm committed. I'm going all the way." So
1: you think you think if they if they you know you're saying they're going to do that, they would have already done it. Like why haven't they already done it? You because that
2: turns him into a martyr, and they and they'd rather assassinate the they person. They yet. saw how what JFK did to him. I mean, this will be fifty. I mean, look, they are not. The higher ups and some of their smarter ones are not stupid. They're like, if we if we kill him, it'll cause way bigger problems down the road. Don't do it. But before they let him get in charge and prosecute them, which Trump said he will, he goes, "I'm getting in. I'm gonna. I'll be destroyed, and you'll be destroyed with me, or they'll be destroyed. It's a death battle." This isn't like some cage fight with Zuckerberg. And everybody's like, oh, Zuckerberg and, and Elon Musk, biggest thing ever. Yeah, great. Two modern emperors, tech titans, when Rome was collapsing, they had emperors as gladiators. Now, the movie Gladiator is actually, again, a composite of a bunch of true stories. That really happened. And, and the whole point is while we're all watching this stupid stuff in the submarine and the gladiators, literally the president who uh, I, I believe won the election, I'm not supposed to say that, oh, you know, he, he oh, barely lost, um, Trump. Now to have them put him in jail so we can't vote for him or whatever, it's just not gonna fly. It's not gonna happen. And so, but but at the same time, you saw what Comey and others said on TV. Well, whatever we do, we gotta stop him. Yep. He can't be allowed in because he'll put us in prison. And remember, you can pull this clip up. Biden said um last December, like December thirteenth, as I put the clip last week on my show, he said repeatedly, uh, Biden says we will not allow Trump to be president again and he says we'll use whatever we have to with law enforcement and the constitution to make sure he's not president and he just laughs arrogantly he's yeah. like <laughs> people are like hey what about hunter he's like <laughs> you know it's just it's it's lunacy uh but but time's running out so they still have the power they're still the executive in control so if you're the guy with the doomsday button and you can hit it you think you win but you blow yourself up at the same time yeah so they will they've already destroyed themselves the only question is, can they take
4: us with them? Alex, what do you say about some of the people that are saying uh, the left is too calm during all this, and they're going to—they're planning something. Let's just say, into, during the election year, another pandemic is probably going to hit, which they've been warning us about that, even the WHO, Biden. He said it, Biden said, and you can find that, Rob, and I quote, there's going to be a second pandemic. It's like he's a psychic. Uh, There's an internet apocalypse they're talking about or even like a a staged alien invasion. Do you you feel like something... Well, you just said it. Other than... That's a great question. How do they stop Trump? Yep.
2: He dies in his sleep as they poison him, or he naturally dies, which I don't think will happen. The guy's strong as a horse. Scottish, uh, you know, German blood he's got going there. And and then, um, so there's that. Uh, and absolutely, a stock market crash, an EMP that knocks out the power for a few months. Oh, we can't have it right now. Another virus through the mail-in thing. Keep in. us home. In fact, the U.N. says imminent virus coming. Yeah, I think, there, yeah, there's a lot of ways for them to skin the cat. But I'm telling you, these indictments aren't working. They're not. So uh,
1: so, so you're saying, based on what you're saying, you're saying it's still going to be Newsom Trump. Is that what you're saying? Like, Newsom's come the, next year.
2: Newsom's the serious candidate and who they now admit. They're, you see him getting out of deep freeze, rolling him out, getting him ready. But they're thinking about the wild card. Uh, Obama has warned warmed to Newsom, and right now there's discussions. This is this is real. There's discussions of Michelle Obama as the president and Newsom, or should it be Newsom president, Michelle Obama vice president? That would be, by
1: the way, oh that, that's going to be tough to beat. It's a powerhouse. Yeah. That's going to be tough to beat. They're both incredible men. What are your Whoa. thoughts on this? <laughs> san- <laughs>
3: Alex, can, <laughs> can, I, can I
1: just? I'm
2: just joking. Joan Rivers made a joke yeah. about it, too. She did, yeah, she and died she, two weeks later. Yeah. What do you think
1: about DeSantis? What are your thoughts on DeSantis?
2: I think DeSantis, when he was running his own show a few months, six months ago, was heartfelt, doing great things, standing up to stuff, really doing a great job for Florida. Then he started getting with Republican strategists, Carl Rove and Jeb Bush, and they're now advising him. Now he's following a script, and he's not being authentic. And as soon as they indicted Trump, Trump went, you know, 30 points ahead of him. Uh, so, I mean, DeSantis needs to know he's being been into Trump and that the system knows he's not going to beat him. Uh, and they're not going to let DeSantis have it either. Uh, and so DeSantis needs to understand that it, it, he should get behind Trump uh, and uh, reprieve himself. I mean, Trump's not perfect, but now that they're trying to take my right to vote for him and, and the fact that he's got such balls in doing this, I would be a coward. Because they'd come after me because of the support. I've been told leave, stop supporting Trump and all your problems will stop. I mean, I've been told that in mediations. Okay. Not supposed to talk about that, but I mean, it's literally stop this, do back off and we'll leave you alone or you're, or you're done. I'm like, Hey, at a certain point, I can't just roll over and be a coward. So you've made me be all in for Trump. I mean, I, I just can't do it as a man. I can't be told, you know, I mean, down in Texas where well, the mafia never did too well. Cause you tell them to come tell somebody there, I'm gonna take over your business guy. just pulls a gun out. You know, i shoot you. You may send more guys get me later. That's great. My kin folks are coming for you. So I just can't, I just says I just it's not even like a macho thing. I just can't I can't be pushed around. I, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna die then. That's okay. But the point is you're gonna die too. At a certain point, these guys got to figure out. You'll fire your musket, but I'll run you through the, the Iron Maiden's you know, first opening line of the of the, of the uh, trooper. You'll fire your musket, but I'll run you through.
3: So, Alex, let me let me kind of bring this in for a second. Um, you've made some. Opinions, some claims, some thoughts, some jokes, some hyperbole, all that. Um, My opinion, and then I'm going to ask it to you. I don't think Barack Obama is running the country right now. My opinion. I don't think Michelle Obama is a man. I don't think she was ever a man. My opinion. Um, I don't think Gavin Newsom is going to be that dude that's running. He has done nothing but endorse Biden. Hmm. Okay, I'm going somewhere with this, right? At the same time. I don't think they're going to kill Trump. I think he's going to be that dude on stage. Uh, I think he's going to probably be the nominee. We'll see what happens with DeSantis. We'll see what happens. I, I don't think he's going to kill in his sleep. I'm just, you know how you know how you say, sometimes you've got to face reality and see what's in front of your face. I think at the end of the day, it's going to be a Biden-Trump presidential debate. And then here's my question. Don't you want that? Don't you yes, want I'd rather that be an entertaining. Okay, film. that's my freaking point. Don't you want that? If Biden is as nuts, lost, delusional as people say, don't you want Trump to expose that on a national stage and prove everybody right? But
2: of course, but I don't. And they may, as a sick joke, let him debate a vegetable. Uh, and then
3: still steal it from him. All no, ends- no, 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 because they're going to debate, and then the world is going to see whether or not Biden is competent or not. Because he's- you could say whatever you want about Trump, he hasn't lost a step. He still has energy. He's still there. Yep. Whether you think he's a criminal or whether you think he's a hero and a deity, he hasn't lost a step. Biden clearly has. But don't you want that, don't you want that basically, that rematch to basically I 100% rather than not. Want- well, well, let me just tell you this. And I said this before it came out, and he
2: he said it on Joe Rogan's show that he's afraid the C.I.O. kill him, and they killed his dad and his uncle. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. doesn't want to give speeches out in the public now because he knows. There's, I mean, that that's real. And let me tell you, Trump knows there's plans to kill him, and and if they can get some crazy to do it, plausible deniability, they will. And they shot Ronald Reagan, and then Hinkley Jr. you know was having dinner with with the Bushes in Colorado three days before. I mean, th- this is serious. Look at a, a, a Denver Post. So 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 this is Rob. Look it up. Did you hear what he said?
4: What was it Denver Post?
2: Hinkley Junior. Well, it was. It was. It was Hinkley's uh, brother and dad were having dinner, but he was also best friends with the Bushes. CIA. Uh, uh, Hinckley's having dinner with uh, Bush's week of Reagan being shot. Anyways, they let him out of prison recently. What I'm getting at here is that this is from real politicos. This is from Roger Stone. Okay, I mean the guy got Trump to run. Okay, and what I'm telling you is uh, is that. Is that they say? There you see all these puff pieces about Michelle Obama uh, and, and and you know Gavin Newsom and the rest of it. Biden could die at any time. I mean, he just fall over. So I'm telling what real people are telling me. It doesn't mean they're totally right. Okay, and and you know, as for Michelle Obama, of course Michelle Obama is a beautiful woman, <laughs> and, and of course no, I'm serious when I say this. Of course, Joan Rivers
4: was just joking. Have you seen the Joan Rivers clip? Joan yeah, Rivers course. said it, and then she died, what, two weeks later? A yeah, because do, uh, she
3: was fucking 88 years old. Dude. I, I mean, don't relax. know about that. Well, the timing is now perfect. timing is perfect. But can I say one thing? Okay, Alex Jones, you've been called a conspiracy theorist. Uh, Meet your master yeah, right hey, there. Yeah, congratulations. Well, Meet I'll, your master
4: I, Well, right I take there. it. Well, you were. You just said that no. Obama, Obama, you don't think Obama's running the country? This was Obama- on Stephen Colbert, the leftist hack show, uh, two years ago, can you play play what he said about the presidency? Go ahead, go ahead, Ron. And what
1: you know now, do you wish like you had a sec, uh, a, a third term? Mm. Be right back. Um, two seconds. Again. And I I used to say, you know what? If if I could make an arrangement where, um, I had a I had a, a stand-in, a front man or front woman, and and they had an earpiece in, <laughs> and I was just in my basement that, in my sweats, <laughs> <laughs> looking through the. <laughs> stuff, and then I could s- sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and the ceremony, I- I'd be fine with that. I'd be well, totally you know,
3: fine with Vinny, that. Vinny, as a comedian, okay. as a professional okay. comedian, the okay. number one Assyrian comedian yeah. in the world, Yeah, you have the ability to decipher satire, joking. On, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think he was actually coming out and saying, H- this "Yes, a- this is my third th- term"? Th- Rob, um,
4: Come on, man. Well, Adam, I think there's a little truth in e- in everything, especially as a comedian. But you, let's just be honest with each other. Do you actually think? That Joe Biden right now is actually making the decisions and tweeting and doing everything that he's doing. Be, be honest with me. I
3: think be, he has a team around him that is helping him make the decisions. Uh, okay,
4: I'm yes. uh, uh, making decisions. Have you ever heard in your life a president say, oh, I can't do this because they told me that I can't speak or they
3: told me I can't do this? Show me I'm the I'm going to get in trouble. Show He'll, me show, the link. Rob, can you show? Could Look, you show do up- I think that Biden is a strong president? No. Do I think he's all no, there? No, no, not strong. Is he okay. making any no, decisions? No, but when you say, wouldn't you like? Of course I'd like to see that. Could you find that? I'm just telling you, they are. Why do you think
2: they've, here's the key. It's just what Patrick said earlier.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Why do you think they're allowing everybody to attack Biden now when they covered it all up before? Because now they want him to step down. The Democrat system is telling him step down. And they can create all this new energy and about who it's going to be. They're telling
3: him to well, go. Well, we're
2: going to find out
3: if he actually is the nominee, because then that will be the inaccurate I mean, at I mean, point. Just so well, you know, and I'm not bragging, because I mean, yeah. you
2: guys have dinner with high power people and talk to everybody, too, okay? We have dinner with guys like you, too. No, but what I'm saying is this is directly from inside the Trump camp at the highest levels and directly from inside the Democratic Party. So they, they do not want Biden. They are seriously talking about this. As they should. Yeah. His approval ratings. I'm not making a prediction.
3: I'm not making a prediction. I'm saying they don't like what's going on. Nobody does, Alex. Of course, his approval ratings are in the doghouse. He's 80 fucking something years old. Of course, they don't want him to run. Okay. But. He's making a decision to run. I mean, he's and, not making
4: and, any decisions. Uh, let's be well,
2: but it shows that even though he is a vegetable, he wants power, kind of like Yeltsin did not want to leave,
3: and it's the same thing. There's power struggles, and power struggles are dangerous. The difference with Boris Yeltsin was when it's like early 60s at that point. I want to say, in in Russia, in well, he drank like five bottles of
2: vodka a day. you should only drink three. <laughs>
1: Next question. Next next question here. Twitter. Why are you Why are you not back on Twitter? I saw. You know, obviously Roger Stone's back on Twitter. You got Trump's back on Twitter. You got OJ's on Twitter. You got the Kremlin's on Twitter. You got the the leader of Taliban. You got Taliban's on (laughs) Twitter. Why are Why is Elon? I mean, Tate's got back on Twitter. You know, there's not a lot of difference between what you say versus what somebody. That's the key, and I think Tate should be on there so he can defend himself. I mean, everybody. But why are you not on Twitter? Well,
2: it's a digital utility. I'll answer that question. But, yes, Andrew Tate is charged, which with no evidence, as we've seen, of, of sex trafficking, raping women with no evidence. Okay, so he deserves to be on Twitter. Elon Musk will not let me on there. Because he says I questioned whether a mass shooting happened or not. Now I never did the stuff they said. I never sent people to people's houses. I never peed on graves. But they were allowed to say that in court because I was defaulted. They could say whatever they wanted. And and I, and, and you know, great folks, love them to death, and and I, and I, and I, and I pray you know, pray for them seriously. Uh, that said, um, he understands that I was demonized. Let me explain this. This is key. It came out in Congress that U.S. intelligence agencies were running the censorship, running the surveillance, running the control uh in the in the 2016 but they failed and then in 2020 they were in control in 2022 they were successful that's in like three day long hearings all of it i was picked out as a populist to to destroy my movement but it was bigger than me to be able to shut everybody else down and so this is not exaggeration i get google alerts and i don't even follow them anymore because it's too much there were some days in the last five years where it would say 10,000 google alerts okay and, uh, and and 10% would be this woman named Alex Jones, a big BBC lady. She's a popular ghost. <coughs> she has, like, a baby or something. Some days I go, okay, a third of that's her. Thank God it's not all me. But I'm talking <laughs> most days it would be a 1,000 hits, okay? Because they'd put one AP article out. It would be put in every newspaper around the country. It, it, so so some days it would be twenty, thirty thousand. 30,000. So there was thousands of TV programs. They would put a report out, and it would be on ABC, NBC, CBS. Uh, all of the local stations, I would routinely turn on the local Spectrum channel to see the weather, and routinely it was me being attacked on the local Time Warner owned, you know, has 24-hour cable in Austin, run by Time Warner. It's like local CNN. That was not about me. That was about speech is bad. Here's this horrible person, there's horrible things, to you know, mass shooting, dead kids, just dead kids, dead kids, mass shooting, dead kids. Take your guns, take your speech, take this guy as a monster, because I was the archetype of what they want to destroy. Elon is playing 3D chess. He really is. Trump isn't. And Trump's a great guy, but Elon's smarter when it really comes to full spectrum stuff. Elon knows they charged up this giant battery of hundreds of thousands of syndicated articles. Because, you know, one gets that a thousand times or more. I mean, we're talking thousands of original articles, thousands of original shows. I mean, I've been on PBS that I know of like 50 times. Just, I mean, just program, 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 just, you know, Nova, I mean, just everything, just every channel, NPR, every day to charge me up as the antichrist and to put all this energy into how I'm the worst person in the world, what's demonizing the people and independent media so they can then use me later and go, oh, look, Alex Jones likes RFK. Oh, look, Alex Jones says Peter Hotez is bad too to always say like, oh, he doesn't like Biden. So the devil doesn't like Biden. He must be good. It wasn't about me. It was about making me this image that they stole my identity to own and control. So Elon knows I'm this charged up bomb with this big hand grenade so he can free the captives. They already took half his advertising. He's barely hanging on. They're coming in with him with the ESGs, as you said last night. He may not win this. If he brings me on, they can go, look, he brought Satan on. So he can free everybody but me, the Taliban, everybody else. That's fine. I kind of and I understand it. And I'm, not, I'm being honest here now that I'm more sophisticated. I understand that. You know, it's like Joe Rogan loves me. We hang out, all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, no, I can do all this stuff and expose the new world order and win and still get criticized, but hang on. I have you come say it, then it's destructive. So so I understand. Robert F. Kennedy, same thing, you know. And so I understand. And it's great. Robert F. Kennedy is Alex Jones now. Joe Rogan is Alex Jones now. That was always my goal. They're not me. They now see the same perspective. They're now questioning. They now are curious. They now are studying. They're going to find the same thing I found and more. And so- Fine, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. won't come on. Joe Rogan, fine. All that. So we go get dinner. That's what I care about. Hanging out at this great comedy club. He's my friend. That's what matters. Known him twenty five years. And so that's what this is all about: is winning and defeating these people. So I'm owning that I am the black sheep, and that and the, and that the real devil says the real devil says I'm the devil. What's that tell you? I'm just a regular guy that loves freedom, that discovered all this stuff growing up around it, and I care. And and so that's it. Uh, and so, but it's a great question. Why am I not on Twitter? There's your answer. And thanks for the time. Nobody ever shuts up for me. <laughs> you gotta come
1: on my show. I'm gonna shut up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Promise you're gonna come on. Value tangent. Let me tell you. You know, uh, I think I think you need to be on there, especially the way Elon's got it. Uh, I think uh, uh, I don't know why he hasn't. I don't even know if he's been asked the question. Why uh, has has anyone? Oh, no, he asked came out
2: and said I deserve to be murdered. Who e- said that? Elon, Elon Musk. Elon Musk said I need I, I should be murdered for what I did. Oh, about Sandy Hook. Yeah, he said. He said. He said. You know what Alex Jones did attacking those people when their children died is the worst thing on earth. Not being Taliban, not sex trafficking, and that's all fine. I mean, seriously, he said Alex Jones is the worst. I will never reinstate him. It would be as Christ said he should have a stone tied around his neck and thrown in the ocean. He said those words.
3: Elon he, Musk. He tweeted he says, it. Out he says my firstborn
1: child. Let me look at that. Go a little uh, up there. Yeah, there you go. My firstborn child. Died in my arms. I felt his last heartbeat. I have no mercy for anyone who would use the death of children for gain politics or fame. Interesting.
2: But then he went on to say, "He quote, Jesus, it'd be better for Alex Jones, you know. But that was before he bought Twitter? Uh know, No, that's, so that's right he when he, he got it. Here, 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 go back up. He said, there's another tweet where he says, I, he quoted Christ. He said it'd be better for him to have a millstone. T- he, he deserves to have a millstone tied around his neck.
3: Wow but you have you have high praise for Elon you just said that he's way smarter than, than oh, that Trump was even. great what he did to him he's like you're right he's Satan I won't bring him back I don't bring
2: everybody he just played their game that's 3D chess I love it it's it's I man I couldn't I thank thank you Elon beautiful job
1: who do you who do you pit put in in the in the in the class of people that are fighting for freedom whether you say Tucker whether you say Elon whether you say these names who would you put in that category who else would you put in that category? I mean, so we I, got Rogan, we got Elon, we got – who else would you put in that? Well, category? I got mad at Joe Rogan five years
2: ago, six years ago, because I've known Joe, uh, you know, since – since for 25 years. I mean, before he was doing Fear Factor, right, right when he started UFC, he'd done news radio, and we've partied. I mean, we have uh, – we like, you've seen the movie uh, Hangover? Yeah. We, oh, we've yeah. actually done that.
7: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know, uh, I don't – it's like the most interesting man in the world. I don't often do drugs, but when I do it's with Joe Rogan. <laughs> Literally. So me and Joe, have uh, we have done some stuff. And so I love Joe. And I always knew there was something about him. People like, why do you love that Joe Rogan? I was like, he's a smart I told people 20 years ago, I said, that guy is super smart. Because he, let me tell you, that guy, he sits there and plays dumb and does all that stuff. It's all calculated. And uh, he's a good guy. He knows all this stuff. We talk every day. To, I mean, uh, and, you know, they they get mad at him about that. We text constantly you know, every day, and we send people articles and stuff. And he just and that's why I got mad at him when he was kind of going to the liberals about six years ago and kind of playing games. They were kind of recruiting him, and and I was just like Joe, knock it off, stop. You know about all this, and then he got more hardcore again. And he went the right direction, and then they did the lockdowns. and He said, "Screw these people; it's all true." I'm going after him, and now they've got Alex Jones that's that's more controlled uh, and, and more controlling himself, not controlled by them. They got Alex Jones 2.0. You got Tucker Carlson; they mess with him. Alex Jones 2.0. Joe Rogan, Alex Jones 2.0. I can just all I want's victory, and I can I just I mean I'm actually proud of the fact that uh, I've been instrumental in waking up Joe Rogan. You know, he listened to my show a lot, 20 something years ago. He called in on my show on 9/11. And said, it's irresponsible, Alex, that you're saying the U.S. government blew the buildings up. I saw them blow it up. I saw the local news say, we're going to blow up Building 7. It was on the news that day. But back then, stuff wasn't archived. So it wasn't until four years later, all the news put their archives online when, when, when storage got better. And you can pull up Building 7. You know, uh, we, we're going to blow up Building 7, and we watch it come down. It's on CBS News, ABC News, CNN.
4: We're going to pull it. That's what Larry Silverstein said. Like Later
2: on PBS, he said he blew it up. So so, so Joe you know, used to call me up and go, hey, man. I mean, he really he knew I meant what I was saying. But he just wouldn't believe how bad it was. And then about, I'd say about 18 years ago, he was really awake, sort of studying it. And then he just couldn't, he didn't want to believe it anymore. And then he kind of got out of it about 10 years ago. He kind of did some shows debunking conspiracies, a TV show and that he, that kind of turned to the dark side for a while, and then I started getting in his face about it, calling him up and stuff, and saying, "Hey, man, you're you're not you're not stupid, you know, you know. You're, I'm, I told him, I said, you're, you know, I'm really admire you. I know you, he's a great guy. And I said, you're a punk, you're acting like a punk, and and, and I said, if you keep doing it, I'm gonna go in there and start attacking your ass, and then. Uh, And then we kind of went back and forth and stuff, so I went crazy. And I went too far, and I apologized, to Joe. But, I mean, now I'm just
3: so proud of him. Alex, let me read you one quote from Rogan. I mean, there's tons out there, but um, to kind of sing your praise here. He said this was – he's actually speaking with Lex Friedman. He goes, people think he's hilarious. You know, it's fucked up what happened with Sandy Hook and all that. But here's the deal with Alex Jones. He's right more often than he's wrong. And he basically gave you praise that, like, you know, people – here, let me kind of give you another thing. You ever hear what Dave Chappelle said about when people call people crazy? he was sitting he was sitting there with um the screen actors guild guy the one guy and he goes um he's talking about when martin lawrence was going crazy and blue streak and all that You know, the term crazy it's here's the thing when you call somebody crazy it's dismissive right you're basically oh he's crazy dismiss it right and it's basically saying oh i don't understand that guy is just crazy he said i'm not gonna debate you it's what it is it's a, it's a, it's a dismissive thing the the thing is that these people are not crazy, they're actually very strong. So when you hear Rogan defend you, even though that you've made some wrong decisions, you've actually owned up to your wrong decisions. When you hear people say, Oh, he's just freaking crazy, you're not crazy. You have strong opinions and you believe what you say. So when you hear Rogan defend you, when you hear people call you crazy, how do you process all that? Are you crazy? No, I'm not crazy, uh, and I'm listening
2: to your great question, and I could go 10 hours. My ride has an event they've got to get to. They're trying to make me leave, so let's just wrap up in five minutes, but I want to come back anytime, and I want to invite you guys to fly to Austin and do, and, and do a show with me, and you can you can, you can can host out of there. we got a bunch of studios. We can take my logos off everything. We can put yours up. This, this facility is awesome. I love broadcasting from a vault. Look, I am crazy. and, and, and,
6: <laughs> and
2: Continue, uh, sir. No, but I mean, everybody's crazy. Yeah, And anybody that tells you they're not crazy, is, crazy. Is, is even crazier. Uh, and so um, <laughs> this is a crazy life on a weird planet with all this fantastic stuff. We're trying to figure it all out. Uh, and I and I and I kind of got crazy when I discovered all this stuff. Where I got to where I thought everything was a conspiracy, and it's not. A lot of times it's just ineptitude or it's weirdness. Uh, but the globalists are trying to get control of the ESGs and the computers and AI because mm-hmm. they do want to control it. And so and, and they've got the most control of anybody. And I think the people should start having control about the choices we make and what we do. And that's why. Bicotting what you guys do and supporting the show because it was popular the day you launched it and I watched it a lot. But I mean the last few years and now you can see when something blows up. It was like boom, but now it's now it's like exponential. So it grows from here to here. The first couple years and it goes like this, and then it goes 500 feet in the air, and we're you're now in that you know now you can see that trajectory. And I'm not kissing your ass. You can see it. It's exploding. It's a good show. It deserves it, and it's one of the best podcasts out there. And so, I mean, people need to support what you're doing. They need to support free speech. They need to know that it takes courage to have Alex Jones on, and a lot of wimps don't do it. Uh, and so we're all big boys and girls. We should be able to actually hear what somebody says. Yep. I mean, they used to interview, you know, people like Charlie Manson. It doesn't mean you agree with Charlie Manson. I'm not Charlie Manson. My point is, we need to really hear what somebody has to say. And the worst part about being deplatformed, I still have my hardcore great audience. They listen every day at InfoWars.com and on some radio stations around the country and other citizens, people can find it there. But the biggest thing is they can then misrepresent, including uh, deep fakes. I've had a bunch of deep fakes done on me. Oh, I'll tell you this Tucker Carlson story real quick. I've had deep fakes done on me. And the guys, it's online. Look up Alex Jones, uh, Tucker Carlson, deep fake, and play it. And uh, and I just talked to him that day. So I get another call. I'm in the CPA meeting. And uh, but I'll tell that story in a second. The point is, is that, is that, you don't get to respond on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, CNN. You know, the old days, you get attacked in at the New York Times. They call you. No, there's no—it's all one way. So you're reading the New York Times saying he's a white supremacist, and, I mean, I'm not—I don't want to get into talk about my family and all this kind of stuff, but we're the opposite of that, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very—you know, the white supremacist made a big deal about it. Like, I married a lady— Whose mother's Jewish, which technically makes her Jewish. So I got three you know, kids that that, that that see themselves just as Americans, and they're like, well, "Are we Jewish? Are we Christian?" I guess we're Christian, and we like you know. The That's point breaking is, news right there. But the Your point kids is, are Jewish. But The point is, the white supremacists. Well, I've said this many times. Are literally talking about how they want to kill my family all the time. So I've experienced. I get to be called a white supremacist in the New York Times for no evidence. Yeah. And then meanwhile, you know, my kids. I guess technically, could, you know, commit a crime and run to Israel. The point is, the point is, <laughs> the point, is, the point, is, the point is, whatever. The point is, is I'm not ashamed. Of that. But then at the same time, I talked about it years ago and made all the Nazis come after me. I'm like, wow, this is what it's like to be like, associated with the Jews. People literally want to kill you. This is actually, this sucks. This is wrong. So, but then the media calls you white supremacist and it's just like, I'm a white supremacist and I'm the white supremacist. Go look at white supremacist websites. I mean, they hate me more than almost anybody because I won't make it all about, you know, hating Jews or any other group all day. I want to get everybody for freedom and win. So, I'm sitting there about a month ago, or five, six weeks ago, in a CPA meeting at like five o'clock I just actually talked to Tucker that day, uh, and all of a sudden, because he would just been fired, you know, a few weeks before, and uh, all of a sudden, hey, it's Tucker. Can you talk? And it, it, by the way, they spoofed his number, and the guy went online and bragged about all this. So, so, so he's the numbers Tucker Carlson's number. So he had to get that number. This is it. it. I, I, I mean, oh, I this is, is fit. <laughs> I mean, I play the know. clip. I, mean, I don't know. if This is it. I'm going to play it on the show. Go ahead. One of the most bizarre things that ever happened to me in my life happened yesterday afternoon at about 5:45. I was sitting in an accounting meeting. Oh, you're explaining it. But- but, but I think Twitter. I mean, the guy hit pause. In you know, an office. Go to Twitter. Are they uh, type in Alex uh, Tucker Carlson. Uh, what's it called? It a- is Twitter. It's called what's it what's, what's it called when they do that? It's it's a deep fake. Deep fake. Tucker Carlson, Alex Jones, deep fake. So so the point is, it's Tucker Carlson's voice. And they have his number. So it shows up, and he goes, are you all right? And I said, yeah. He goes, well, I want to you know, s- do all these sexual things to you. <laughs> and I go, okay, this is not Tucker. This is AI. And then the guy goes...
1: You have to play this. Can you find, find it or it. no? It,
2: please. It was all over the news. Uh, type it into Google. Type in uh, Alex Jones, Tucker Carlson, deepfake. Or prank caller, AI, uh, deepfakes, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, there it is. There it is. See, like, Yahoo News. So... And then I called Tucker, and he goes, yeah, man, there's a lot more stuff than that going on. This is horrible. And then they discovered who he was before he came did out. Did
1: you play it on that tweet? Did you play it on that video or no? Or you didn't play uh, it? No, that's it? the
2: video of the guy that did no, it talking, talking about, about me. About it, okay, yeah. got it. But it came out later, and then it was another burger, because he said, oh, I got this long conversation. I faked Jones out. No, I go, this isn't Tucker. This is an AI. Like twenty, Like 10 seconds in,
3: and then he hangs up. So so but the but the point yeah. was it's like Tucker when I want to do this to you I want to do that to you and you know, maybe it was a 40 second. By the way, this is how conspiracy there's like cuz there was a rumor out there. I know you're not. I'm just don't come at me. They're like, "Oh, Alex Jones, he's gay, right?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? Why would you yeah. like what? yeah, I heard about him at the at the Bohemian thing and then the talk I'm like, "He's not he's married with kids." Yeah, no, it's all and right. He's like, "No, I heard he was gay." It's like oh, by, this by is the how- way,
1: just so you know, just so you know, the, the president of Microsoft, the we got to wrap up the podcast. We're 20 minutes over. The president of Microsoft, the president of Google. Every one of them, they said the biggest threat they're concerned about moving forward is gonna be AI and deep fakes. Yeah. Deep fakes to be specific, okay? Deep fakes to be specific. Let's explain. Somebody
2: calls your mother up yeah. and it's your voice and says, Hey mom, I really need a thousand dollars. Will you please give me the credit card? Yep. And mom gives it to you. Yeah. From
3: your number.
2: They've already had from people kidnap a girl or, 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 or say they have her voice. Call them and say, I'm kidnapped, Mommy. Give me money. Yep. Sorry, I interrupted you, Patrick. It's, no, no. It, it,
1: Rob, if you can find that, let's play it. If not, we got to finish the podcast. I can't. The guy yeah. said he
0: pulled it from online after he received right. threats. And nobody from, else has it. From legal action from Tucker's And you're lawyers. saying nobody else has it. I can't that. find it. The only thing I can find is the clip of Alex talking mm-hmm.
1: about Okay, well, then it's all I, good. Well, Alex, Alex, I'm glad
0: we Alex got Tucker Tucker you that a whiskey. Pool.
3: I'm glad we got you a sip of whiskey before you got it. Brother.
1: Alex, this was a... As usual, very, very entertaining. P- different than part one. Part one was a different perspective. This one is, uh, uh, we covered a bunch of different stories. We're going to put the link to your book below the Great Reset. Please link and to it at Infowars.com. We'll do that as well. Rob, if you can put that below for people to be able to find it, uh, uh, I would say go follow Alex on Twitter, but unfortunately, Elon's not <laughs> letting that happen right now. So go to Infowars.com to follow Alex's content. Impressive. Uh, Please have me back. I look forward to it. I look forward. Thank you so Thank much you Alex. Good Take, care. Me, Alex. Take care. Thank you everybody. Have Love a great weekend. bye 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 bye.